Today on the program, I tried to swallow a bullet and the other guy spit it out. It's The Avengers! Welcome to the Rewatch Party. I'm your host, Nick. And joining me, as always, are the gorgeous, blonde, flowing locks to my Thor, Los and Brandon. Oh, me. How are you guys doing? Oh, me. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you noticed I colored my hair. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. what made me think of that. Tiny, uh, puny God. <laughs> puny I like, God. I like you guys. You small. Small. <laughs> Thor does get, uh, he gets a good 90% of the comedy in this movie, I think, because Hemsworth is funnier than any of the other actors, probably. I bet you Robert Downey. Uh, oh, I'm sure JD Robert. Yeah, but his whole thing is, I'm rich and I'm better than you. Smug. I make smug face. Yeah. And you go, oh, it's true. It was kind of funny. Yeah. Those that, are the parts I mostly laughed at. That's been his thing since the fucking 80s when he was in like the, the Brat Pack movies. You know, like he was always just the smug, good-looking asshole, and that's, I mean... That's, yeah, that's why they picked He was kind him. of the villain for a lot of those, and now they, yeah. Yeah, I got a problem Ma- with uh, made a perfect, Iron Man. You got you know? a problem with him? Yeah, I mean, well, we can get to that a little later. All right, all right, we'll get there. <laughs> don't, yeah, don't let me forget, because I got a problem with that guy. You got a bone to pick with Iron Man? I got a bone to pick with the Iron Man. <laughs> all right, well, today we are talking about The Avengers from 2012, written and directed by Joss Sweden. Not Josh. Joss. 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 Uh, he, uh, he's known for the Firefly, which if anybody watched Firefly, that was a fucking great show. It only got one season for Firefly. It was like a, you know, it's like a Star uh, Trek, but Western, like they had spaceships and different planets, but yet somehow cowboys, I don't know. It was fucking great. Uh, he also did the Buffy show that I know nothing, absolutely nothing about. I didn't watch any Buffy or Angel or any of that. Uh, yeah, I never watched any of that stuff myself, no. That was all girl stuff to me. I was like, yeah, forget that. Forget you. Um, so this movie was the culmination. That's right. I got a dictionary out for this episode, boys. The culmination of the Marvel movies up to this point. Um, there had been, there. I mean, there had been others. Like, there was a Fantastic Four movie with uh, Jessica Alba, and then there was an old Captain America movie from, like, 1990 that might might rival Abraxas for just sheer awful and low budget wait, terribleness. Wait, wait. There's yeah. no way that anyone's got a better movie uh, no, than Abraxas <laughs> ever. I won't. I demand I an apology right now. I guarantee from you, Nick you that uh, Nick Ryder, there, there was not one exploding tree or World's Gym. That's right, because I've got copyright on every single I know one you of do. those. And trees. also, they didn't have any rat tails. That, they call that the Jesse Ventura. They, 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 you're right. You talked about that last week, how that was <laughs> <laughs> named after you. Please uh, remember that I demand apology right now from you. No, we got to move on with the show. Jesse. Please. Jesse. I will, Jesse. I'll see you in court. You all right. All right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> You're so, so happy. Um, anyway, so there was this weird old uh, Eric Bana. You know Eric Bana? He's uh he was in Troy. He's in he's in some things. He's an actor. He did, he did a Hulk movie that they just kind of forget about. It wasn't very good. He fights dogs and um so there have been Marvel movies, but like when the the first Iron Man came out in 2008, uh they were like, "Oh, we got 
we got something here, mm. fucking proverbial light over the head, right? And so they they put the cinematic universe into motion. And I kind of, I, I like it because that's the way the comics worked, right? Like you didn't just get X-Men and then you had Spider-Man. Like they all interacted. The, the Avengers themselves in the comics changed personnel often. X-Men changed personnel all the time. You know, people were crossing over and joining teams and whatever. So a lot of different story arcs. And so it was cool that they're like, we can actually do this. We can do this on film. And I thought it went really good up until about this point. This was the end of phase one. Uh, and then they went into like two and I think three was the like end, end game was the end of phase three. And I just I think it became more about the idea of doing it than the quality of it pretty, pretty fucking quickly. But um, I, I, I liked it up to this point anyway. The Edward Norton Hulk movie was fucking great. Uh, Tony Stark had a little cameo in that. That was like the first time. We go, oh, Iron wait, Man. Someone from another movie's in this movie. What? what? I did not know that is the is it was it Tony Stark? Uh, I mean, uh, RDJ. RDJ put this all in one, and he also only made only <laughs> only made like a hundred and forty thousand dollars or something for that first Iron Man because this was like his third or fourth comeback from drug issues, and so they were like kind of gambling on. I mean, is he going to show up? Is he bankable? What's going to happen? So then that was a hit, and then Iron Man Two is a hit, and he had a Sherlock Holmes movie in the middle of it, and then it was just like okay, so now he's like. I don't know, $4,000 million every minute. Hey, you know what? It's, it's an after-school special story with this guy. Like, yeah, it really is. The drugs and everything, you know, and they didn't want to give me a chance, and then I got a chance. I was off. I told them I was done. I I've them. relapsed so many times, but they said, Here, <laughs> Finally this one here's took... one last little shot, and I they, showed them. According to him, he says that one night he was so fucking smacked out of his mind, he, like, he got Burger King, and he, like, had a moment of clarity and realized that he was sitting eating Burger King. And to him, that was just the most disgusting thing he could imagine. And that's when he was like, fuck, I have got to get this together. And I'm like, I've really sunk into the low. I, this is rock bottom. I'm going to eat it anyways. Like David, remember that David Hasselhoff video where he's all fucking drunk on the bathroom floor eating cheeseburgers? <laughs> and his daughter's films and he's just like oh, just shoving burgers in his mouth. That's what similar it is. Situation, similar situation. I'm like, I, I actually kind of like Burger King. Ten nugs for $1. <laughs> forty nine. You can't beat that, man. BK nugs. I gave them that's two. A, I gave good. them a chance. So what I did, I went there. <laughs> it was like maybe a, a year or two ago, where I went over there and I, I didn't feel so good after I ate it immediately after, after the BK. Much, yeah, and then I was like, okay, maybe it was something else throughout the day. Then I was like, okay, I'll give it one last chance. You know, because mm -hmm. I, I had a suspicion it was them. Got it, and it was that one right down the street by the right way. Right over. Yeah, the, I know the one. I know the and, one. And uh, come back, come back around and. Uh, same thing. And I said, okay, that was, I'm it. I, that's it. Bird, Same thing happened. Got Burger the, King and making me sick, I guess. Yeah. yeah the, the You and RDJ, man. That's what that's what fucking got him back. And now look, he's making forty something million a movie. So step one. All right. Stop eating Burger King. You got it. <laughs> Sam. Step two, it. be a bankable movie star from the eighties. Uh -oh. Well, that's the easy part. <laughs> <laughs> I've had less shits now that I've You've taken less shit. Well, maybe every once in a while you need to go get some BK just to flush out. <laughs> flush it out. <laughs> just, just work it out a little bit, you know? That's right. And, okay, poop jokes, just like last week. Poop. Got so, poop. The poop. 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 So, yeah, uh, he made his appearance in that Edward Norton Hulk movie, which was really fucking awesome. And so then they knew that they wanted the cast for this movie, so they rushed out to Captain America in the first Thor movie to get, you know, we got to get the backstories because we don't want to be introducing... Stuff. And which also, I think this is like the first time that we didn't really have any 
introduction. We didn't have any backstory. You already got all that, so now we just get right fucking to it. And uh, it worked out pretty well, I thought. So how anyway. many movies were there leading up to this one? Uh, I believe there were four okay. up to this one. Those are all the backstories. Although I don't remember if there were two. If Iron Man 2 was before or after this. but So possibly five. Possibly five. Because, yeah, at the end of Iron Man 2, that's when S.H.I.E.L.D. hits him up, right? Oh, that is right. So there are five. There are two Iron Mans before before this. I, I forget which one it is, but they tell him about the Avengers like initiative. Initiative, and they make him take a test, and it comes back that he's like too egotistical and narcissistic. Not a, not a, and- yeah, <laughs> narcissi- not a team player. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there were there were those t- building up to this all in yeah. four years. So they really started pumping them out. Um. Yeah, like I feel the Captain America one was just like, hey, we uh, we gotta we just gotta tell people who he is. Like that movie doesn't really have anything going on in it. He, oh, Red Skull, oh, he escaped, oh, dang, okay, then I'm frozen. Then he beats up fucking Hitler. Uh, I don't remember the end of uh, Captain America. He beats up Hitler. Yeah, because yeah. he comments on that in this one. He's like, oh yeah, he's like the last, last time, time I was in, in Germany, Germany and saw a man standing above above everybody else. We ended up disagreeing. Like, really? That's your tough guy line? That's what you're going with? He's so old-fashioned, man. I like him, man. <laughs> I like, think right, here, right now we just need a little old-fashioned. Um, so anyway, they, they put together this thing, and it worked. And it fucking, this really took off. And then they wrote it through phase two, and everybody was like, sure, okay, I'm still on board. And then at, uh, Age of Ultron was the end of phase two. It always ends on an Avengers movie, right? So they I all had their. Seen that one, by they, the way. they had their individual adventures, and then Age of Ultron was the end of Phase Two, and I was like, "Oh, that wasn't that wasn't that good." And that was when like the fucking cracks started to form in this perfect <laughs> fortress of of Marvel shit. And then Three was I don't know. There was some cool shit in Three. Black Panther was great. Uh, Thor Ragnarok was awesome, but I don't know Infinity War and Endgame, that giant two part epic adventure. Th- I don't think it's worth it. That Spoiler might just lose alert. Us all of our fucking <laughs> listeners. Brandon's never watched the, any of yeah, these, right? No. Dude, yeah, this is the first one of any of those that I've that seen. That you've seen? All mm-hmm. right. Well, you're going to see just a few from phase one because that's all I own, and those are the only ones I thought were really good. So, we'll so get, far, we'll get a, you'll dip your toe in the water a bit. Just so a little far, bit. coming into the movie as, as someone that's never so watched So, you these. watch this missing out on five movies worth of backstory. I mean, somewhat. Yeah, but I get it. I, I under- but there wasn't anything that I didn't like under like they it kind of explained everything. Like it was, I don't think you needed to watch the Not previous. Necessarily. Five. I mean, as long as you're aware vaguely of who these characters are. Yeah. Like, oh, I get. I know what Iron Man is. I know what the Incredible yeah. Hulk is. I know Thor's from Asgard. I got it. I grew cool. up reading yeah. the comic books. So you're, you're like, good. That's yeah. like another thing. Like I know that they keep wanting to do new Batman and Spider. It always seems to be Batman and Spider Man are the two. They get remade, and we have to rewatch the creation story. We got to see fucking Thomas and Martha Wayne die every goddamn time. We gotta Who see did it better? Uncle Ben die every fuck. We get it. I know. That's Can we just move on? It's interesting you say that. Yeah. You know? Reason, like, other people have different motives. Like, okay, if my parents died, what would happen, right? And so they give them different scenarios. He grew up, his mother, they have to still show that mother thing. So after that, that to happen, they go... Yeah, I, I get. I like that. But interesting stop perspective with that. Like you know, we got we got Tim Burton's Batman, the good old Michael Keaton, Jack Nicholson one, which fucking rules. But he made it so that it's actually the Joker that kills his parents, and that so that gives him his personal vendetta through the movie, which isn't uh, canon. But at least that's an interesting take. But then, like every time they get a new like 
Christopher Nolan's Batman with uh, Christian Bale. We got to watch his parents get murdered again. Boy, we just love showing yeah, those that's hair fucking pearls necklace bouncing across the sidewalk in slow motion. Like, we got to have these parents <laughs> brutally murdered over and over and over and over. Like, just give them a new adventure. We get it. We know who Batman is. <laughs> Well, I understand. You know, it, I like the Joker one because that ties a lot in. Like, yeah, if Joker was ten years older than than Batman, yeah, no wonder he kicked his ass. Yeah, he's like uh, he's. he's and not plus, like Jack a whole Nicholson generation. was was leading into his portly phase. Like he used to be <laughs> a real young, thin, energetic guy, and then yeah, that that I think it was eighty nine or ninety. That he started really porking up, and you know he's a big dude now. So he was just an old fat Joker, and you got super in shape Batman. I mean, that's not a fair fight. I guess he did have like a team of ninjas. They had to do that fight at the top of the church tower. You guys remember that? On what? And then that old Batman. Oh no, no, no! no. We have Fat Joker. Like bang, boom. Oh, you're talking about all the way back there, Adam West Batman. That's right. Holy, that's a good one, dude. Holy I hang about so. Batman. When I grew up and I lived on a farm, you know, we had the antenna, so we had the three channels that kind of sort of came in sometimes. But the babysitter would record that Batman show for us. So every time we got dropped off in the morning, we could watch Batman. And we thought it was the greatest thing ever. Obviously, she was like, good, you'll sit there and shut the fuck up for a few hours, I'm sure. But we always got to watch it. And that was the fucking greatest. Cesar Romero played the Joker, and he refused to shave his mustache. And so if you watch it, like, they just painted it white. <laughs> you can still see, still clear as day, his fucking mustache on that show. But That's they funny. just painted it to cover it up. <laughs> anyway, that also had one, because that got a movie. The Adam West Batman got a movie where he's flying a helicopter and Robin's on the, the little rescue ladder and a shark jumps up and bites him on the leg and is hanging off of Robin's leg. And so he gets a can of shark spray. Yeah, out of his belt. Out of I the, or like in the helicopter, maybe he has like a stash of spray and they spray the <laughs> shark and it falls off of Robin's leg and he just keeps crawling up. Not a fucking, no blood. You just had a shark hanging, hanging. from your fucking leg. Uh, that's what... Continuity. Uh, no, Come no, on, just, man. just beautiful. Come on, man. Just the beauty of how that show worked. Anyway, so Avengers in 2012, definitely no shark spray. Um, oh, I have, yeah. So yeah, they 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 fucked it up. I have the, they they overfed the plant and fucking killed it. Is what they did with this whole series. There's a, a 40 year old virgin. You know, you plant the seed and you wait for it to turn into a plant. Then you fuck the plant. Yeah. They definitely fucked the plant. <laughs> This is them fucking the plant. This is well, not this is this is them. This is the plant growing maturity, and then they spend the next two phases fucking the plant <laughs> to death. So, uh, for the cast, you know, we have Iron Man, obviously, Captain Thor, Loki, Black Widow. We got the whole gang. So I don't feel we need to go. Everybody knows who Robert Downey Jr. is. We know who Chris Evans is. Everybody knows ScarJo, right? <laughs> we know ScarJo Johansson. Uh, it's your ex girlfriend. That's right. Your ex. Damn. What yeah, was the reason? Well, she wanted. She said she was going out to become a uh, a porn star, and I believed yeah. her. So we sent her off. She flew out to uh, San to Francisco, LA. and then the San next Francisco. thing you know, there she is, ScarJo. Yeah, you said you were going to be in porn, and you're in legitimate theater. Fuck you! <laughs> that- I said, do what you want to do in life, and she was like, you got it. She tricked me. She actually- Damn, that's low balls right there, ScarJo. Turns out she was fucking Ryan Reynolds already. Yeah, I know. They got divorced, right? When they got divorced, I can't remember the fucking... I don't, I don't want to say the wrong like late night show host, but when they got <laughs> divorced, they're like, and 
there go the only two people hot enough to sleep with those two people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that now she's like either dating, married to that Colin Joust from SNL, I think, right? Scar-Jo? I have no idea. I think so. I have no idea. Lucky but dude. Old ScarJo. And we got Chris Hemsworth, the Thor himself. Mm. My um, man. My man. That dude, I mean, there's in shape. Everybody in this movie, they're superheroes, obviously. My man. But Hemsworth is a level of fucking jacked that is, it's, uh, it's, it's impossible to believe. <laughs> like, I think he CGI'd like Hulk or something. It's crazy how fucking... I don't know. I, I I understand it, ladies. I understand the Chris Hemsworth love. <laughs> I I fully understand. We got Samuel L. Motherfucking Jackson <laughs> in this movie. Uh, funny enough, he started saying "motherfucker" all the time to cure a childhood stuttering problem. Really? Yeah. Because it's funny. Uh, now that's and watching it, And watching it at the end of every sentence, I would just insert the motherfucker. It's mm-hmm. cool great because have. he knows he can't. He can't say it. It's not a Tarantino movie, so he can't say it all the time. But he's learned to say it like with his eyes. Mm-hmm. Like he'll be talking in this, and he only has one eye in this fucking movie, <laughs> and he's so good at it. He's just like, "Is the sun coming up?" Yes, sir. Put it on the left, motherfucker. You're like, you can just see it in his face. He, he's so good at motherfucking. <laughs> yeah. uh, he loses his one good eye. He says, "I lost my one good eye." Like, what, what, your one good eye? Which yeah. I think means his other eye is pretty bad, right? It must be bad. You know, maybe he's right-eyed. He's right, I'm right-eyed. Right-eyed. Or, no, wait, no he'd be left-eyed. That's right. He's, he's part of TLC. Yeah. Left-eye. He's left-eyed. Nick <laughs> left-eye fury. Yeah, that's right. We got T-Boz, Samuel Left-Eye Jackson. <laughs> that's what the L stands for. Yeah. Nailed it in Chile. Okay, so then we have this Hawkeye guy. And who gives a fuck? Jeremy Renner. Has anybody ever given a fuck him? And then Robin from How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is in this. Uh, who's Colby? Colby, Colby Smothers. Smothers. Smothers, I think. Smod- Smothers. I thought it was Smolders. I'd let Smothers. her smother me. Yeah. She, I, as far as How I Met Your Mother, she's definitely the the hot ticket on that, but and anything else I've seen her in. I mean, next to Scarlett Johansson. Right. Yeah, that's that's a hard, but I mean, she's not unattractive. Next to Ted Mosby. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen him in anything else. And he's he's always going to go down as that guy from that No, show. He, he's trying to start a folk duo now. Uh, remember that Wonder What's Inside Your Butthole song we watched a few weeks back, that little girl sings? <laughs> yes. Everybody yeah. like started doing different versions. Usually it was like fucking dance remixes of that. But he and his buddy did like a folk duet, like a Simon Garfunkel-esque version of it to try to promote themselves. That's what that actor, whoever fuck played Tez Mosby, is trying to be a Simon and Garfunkel type now. He's kind of got the hair for it. I guess he's got the hair. He doesn't have the talent for it, though. <laughs> you should just like watch him, watch what Simon looks like now, and go. Well, I don't want. I don't want that. Yeah, but Paul Simon, man, Paul Simon's a fucking genius. Yeah, I love Paul Simon. He's great. That's funny when they broke up, and Art Garfunkel great. tried to have a solo career. Like he put out a few songs, and uh, I mean, just where did where did you honestly think the talent was, Garfunkel? Like, what did you think was going to happen here? Paul did all the work, and you just sang high. Fucking know your role. Sit on that stool and shut up until you have to sing. Yeah, you could at least play piano or something. Could have done something, but no, you had a really bad white guy fro, and you, oh, don't dream my heart. Good, shut up. Here's your 20 bucks. Get back in the suitcase. So he's essentially... Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's the John Hall. He's the John Hall, yeah. <laughs> he's, he gets treated the same way Oates. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I like this world where fucking <laughs> Paul Simon pulled Art Garfunkel out of a briefcase like fucking uh, who's that ventriloquist? Jeff Dunham. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's Jeff Dunham's little pepper. Yeah. It's, like, it's Jose Honesty. Yeah. It's all right. It's all right. We sing now. Okay. All right. So anyway, to the back to this movie. Back to this movie. Fuck you, Garfunkel. Uh, we open on the Tesseract. We get the Tesseract, which we first did meet and we meet, we saw in Captain America. That was like kind of the big foil of that movie was Red Skull was trying to get it because you can obviously weaponize it. And it's a, one of the uh, Uber stones. I don't know what they're called. Infinity. Infinity stones. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, which so- we don't really get into. Like phase one, the Tesseract's the only one we know about. And then as it picks up, we go, oh, there are more. And this is a thing. Um, but yeah, so we learn about the the Tesseract, which shows up, and then we get the Paramount Mountain logo kind of in the middle of it. So they're like, I don't know. How do you feel about this when movies try to intertwine? Like, I get it, Paramount or Universal, move on, now the movie's starting, right? They shouldn't... Oh, they tried to work that in, into it? Yeah, weave into the movie. Like, Indiana Jones does it a lot, where you have the Paramount logo, that mountain with the stars that come and circle it, and then it fades out to a mountain that Indy's looking at, or, you know, they like fade into the movie. That's cool. Uh, I mean, not like, that's that's so cool, but, like, that's cool with me. Whatever. I don't mind it. Down with I think it. it's kind of cool. this one, it's like, we have the Tesseract. Okay, the, the glowing cube I recognize from Captain America, the movie starting. Wait, what the fuck is with the Paramount logo floating inside of it? Like, the, no, 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 no. Your time is done. <laughs> They fucked it up. They fucked it All up. Right. Hey, we know where you stand now. Fuck you, Joss. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> so anyway, we get this creepy voiceover about how the Tesseract is awakened and it uh, it will help them take over worlds. And what can humans do but burn? Or something like that. Right? He's super super angry at humans and he wants to set us all on fire. So that you know we're starting off real. Real happy. Started intense. Yeah, I mean, we just came right out, out of the right, gate. right out the gate. Like I said, man, four years, five movies, culmination right here. We are not fucking round. Uh, we get the helicopter comes down. Nick Fury gets out. Uh, so, like, he's also been kind of popping up throughout all these, like in Hulk and Iron Man and uh, Captain and all the putting his team together. Um, so in in two thousand ish, somewhere on there, Marvel as the the comics revamped everything, sort of like a hard restart because they'd run story arcs into the ground, whatever. And the character Nick Fury went from this grizzled old white dude to a bald black guy that they actually based off of Samuel L. Jackson. They utilized him for their character design. So it's just funny that he gets to play himself. And playing himself, essentially. (laughs) Um, They did actually make a movie. There was a movie called Nick Fury, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. It was... A TV movie, straight to TV, made in 1998. Guess, guess, guess who played Nick Fury? Pre, this was pre changeover to the Samuel Jackson. Who? Brandon, anyone? Uh, try, try. I want to uh, say Nicholas Cage, the dude who played uh, Jim Shaft. What's his name? No, I told you that pre pre 2000. So he was a tough, grizzled old white dude. Oh, oh, oh! He hasn't been Chuck changed. Norris. Into- Hasn't been changed into ball or Jesse Ventura. Oh, that would have been (laughs) no drunk hamburger eater himself. David David fucking Hasselhoff (laughs) was Nick Fury before. So obviously, huge step up going from the Hoff to Samuel L. Motherfucking Jackson. Big big step up. It's called a movie called Nick Fury, Agent of Shield. Oh 
Holy crap! And went straight to TV. So I'm sure it's is on that YouTube. what made uh, sure made Hoff a big thing in in Germany? Or no, it was no, Baywatch that made him right. His oh, his music, music made a thing in Germany. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> uh, which by the way, loyal listeners, if you have not seen the stupidest thing ever fucking made, David Hasselhoff's music video for "Hooked on a Feeling," holy shit, holy shit. Hi, I'm believing. It's like prototype green screen technology it looks so fucking terrible it's the goddamn dumbest thing i've ever seen in my life so definitely get really high and watch that so we got nick fury and colby smoller getting out of this helicopter uh landing at hq obviously shits up they can tell the tesseract's up waking and he's like how long do we have we don't know oh shit blah 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 we're gonna Get everything out of here. She goes, are you sure that's a smart move? You know, until the world stops spinning, we are going to act as if it intends to do so. Or What was that's, it? That's Someone pretty right. Yeah, intends to keep spinning, whatever. Uh, so he's down there talking to uh, Dr. Skarsgård, who we first we met in the Thor. He's from the Thorverse, Thor movies. Uh, the actor's name is Skarsgård. The doctor, I don't know the doctor's name, but actor is Skarsgård. Okay. And he's the one who's like, go ahead. Uh, the Tesseract is whatever. We we tried to turn it off, and it turned itself back on. But nothing nothing bad, just low levels of gamma radiation. And he, oh he's my like, God. that can be harmful. Little hint at the Hulk there. Get it, yeah. everyone? Wink. Wink. A little nod. A little doft of the cap to That's ourselves right. here. <laughs> We're dofting our own cap at ourselves. Uh, you know, cinematic masturbation. Uh, Hawkeye's up in the rafters because he's an archer and he needs to have and he, he's called Hawkeye get it everybody and Hawkeye yeah. fucking sucks like I read a lot of comics growing up and he kind of was standing in the background sometimes but he does he, he's just a dude that is good with a bow he's a Robin Hood basically he has no powers he has nothing well that's why I, I don't like Iron Man either but um, but at least Iron Man has to like do some physical good yeah, stuff. Yeah, he yeah. So he invents stuff that allows him to do shit, and he puts himself. Out. But yeah, those things are pretty cool. His whole like, like uh, how they screw in. You know, he puts oh, them the into his tips. like pack, and oh yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Like, zip in because like, like he in, can shoot them. And in the second Iron Man, he gets a briefcase out and like opens it up, and they're just these two things sitting there. He shoves his arms into, and then it like all climbs up and turns into his Iron Man suit. And then this one like. He's free falling off of a tower and it zooms down and surrounds him, all based off of a watch. Like, he's got some cool technology, man. Hawkeye just so good with a bow. He's yep. a good old boy with and a bow. And there, there you go. That's <laughs> that's that's all I got. Who's fucking Black Widow? Yep. I, you don't know. They talk about uh, Bank, well, not Bangladesh. Uh, I don't know. Some some previous mission they were on when they were like mercenaries before mm. they became shield agents, but. You and I remember Number, something. Yeah, you, we yeah. remember Beirut very differently, or whatever the fuck it was. Um, she soon. has red in her ledger. She needs to get it out. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so he's up in the rafters, and he comes down. He's like, I see better from up here. That's just going to be my Hawkeye <laughs> voice. So thank you, such a bitch. Um, but he does have a pretty smart line where they're like, well, "What's what's going on with the with the cube?" And he's like, "Well, well, it, the cube's a doorway across the galaxies, right? Well, uh, uh, doors open from both sides." Yeah. How have we never thought of that? Oh, so it's not on here. It's somebody on the other side. Oh my God, we didn't even think about that. We have all we have Doctor Scarsgard here and all these fucking brilliant people, and we never thought. Of, and just then, it starts glowing and spinning and doing all these 
cool special effects, very Stargate-esque, which if you haven't seen Stargate, you will when we get there, but Ooh. Stargate, which is, you know, traveling across the universe, and here comes Loki with the Tom Hiddleston uh, with the giant fucking ram horns on his head and everything. Yeah. And just starts firing his spear at people. He has a <laughs> a spear that's glowing blue, much like the Tesseract. So yeah, I but it's not, right? They were tied it's together, different? but they're not. Okay. Yeah, but I, I thought that they were tied together. Um, this was before they really got into the Infinity Stones. Well, it does so. end up stopping it. Spoiler alert. It does. So maybe it's something it's a part similar of it to or it? something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he can, he can fire it. He can shoot plasma blasts or something and just starts blowing shit up and he hits uh he hits ooh hooky and Dr. Skarsgård on the chest and so they get hypnotized or uh, I can tell you have heart. Yeah, is and what he, he said. Yeah, it corrupts him and or kind of makes him think puts him under the, his spell yeah. so they're like his little lackeys now. Become their his zombies. Basically, yeah. So he uh Nick Fury's trying to talk to him and they realize he's stalling cuz he's like, "Well, I'm just going to keep doing this until this whole fucking thing cuz it's an underground, they're like 11 stories underground or something. So he just wants the whole thing to crumble on him and kill them all and contain everything." So this plan. There's some cut. foreshadowing to that. Going to squish you or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah. The ant the ant has no problem with the boot. Yeah. Or something. Has no quarrel with, the, a, boot. with the boot. Ant meet boot. Um <laughs> yeah, we'll get there for sure. So he uh, he has put it in the suitcase, and he's like trying to stall. And so he's what does he say? I've come to free you from freedom. Yeah, <laughs> uh, which kind of sounds like a going back. Maybe Ted Mosby would write this in one of his Simon and Garfunkel songs, like free, <laughs> free from freedom, free from freedom. That could work. Yeah. Uh, so he shoot Fury, and they they run off, and he ro- uh, messages Robin. Which isn't her name in this at all, but that's who she <laughs> We're is. We're just gonna call her that. And it's like Hawkeye's been compromised, and so then she fires, and then it becomes a high speed chase. And it's actually a pretty cool uh, chase scene, you know, in these jeeps trying to get out of the uh, com- the compound tunnel. or whatever. Like she fucking whips around and is facing him and driving backwards, and they're firing at each other. Also, continuity thing coming up here. If you need to clear that. Come on, man. She fires through her own windshield, and there's a big fucking gaping hole that she's firing through. And then when it cuts to his perspective, intact windshield. Come on, man. Come on, man. Pretty glowing air there. So uh, then, yeah, they're getting out. uh, They shoot down Fury's helicopter, and he jumps out of it. Yeah, something you never do in a helicopter. He jumps out and just kind of barrel rolls and stands up. And I'm pretty. Did Mythbusters do an episode on that? Did they? I know they did the elevator thing, but did. Like, you can't jump right before an elevator hits? Yeah, they did that. Do they do the jumping out of a crashing helicopter? I would assume it's the same principles. Yeah, like, you don't restart your own fucking trajectory. You still carry all of that inertia that you've had, and you're dead. You end up slowing a little bit of it, but it's not enough. Maybe, but unless you're, again, Captain America or Thor, as we find out later, and you have supernatural in some way, oh, you just have human bones? Not anymore. (laughs) You don't. Well, you're just going to have more of them. (laughs) (laughs) You know how they say the average person has 200 bones? Well, well. you're at about 1,000 now, buddy. (laughs) We're going to teach you about a little thing called compound fractures. No? Compound fractures. Where it breaks completely and comes through your skin. Yeah. We get to those in blood sport. It'll be all right. Gruesome. So he has a great line of, as of right now, we're at war. And then we get the title card. Boom. 
Avengers. What an opening. What an opening. You can tell it was a serious moment by the music. Yeah, well. The music sounds very John Williams-y, however it's not. It isn't. I don't remember who did the score, but it is. I looked it up, but yeah, it's not. it's It's a pretty, like, yeah, epic signature score. Like, it's definitely, and they use it in each of the Avengers movies. They don't, in their solo little adventures between, but... Like it comes up in uh, Ultron, yeah. and then well, he and, did and, most of the music for all of these. I'm sure, like movies. if it's Hans Zimmer, or I don't know who it is, but it's it's a good theme. It's a good theme. Um, but I remember being in the theater. I was watching this with my friend Connie Lim because I lived in L.A. at the time, uh, and her boyfriend. And uh, yeah, it was third wheel on that date. But just going, my God, this this is just amazing. This this is what it's all about. Like this movie fucking blew me away when I first saw it. I just <laughs> Holy shit, that was just the opening. This, oh, we're, oh God, this is going to be good. Yeah, this movie was it's two and a so half hours. Good. It's going to be so fucking good. God damn, just both hands in the bunch. Shoveling popcorn in my mouth. So then we uh, we meet Widow. She's tied to a chair, and these Russians are interrogating her, right? And so we definitely get to see her feet. We got to get a foot shot just for all those fucking... <sighs> Whoever people people are in defeat. I don't get it. People Why there's feet. a story behind that? Uh, no, just foot fetish. Oh, okay, yeah. People Those have people foot out there. Looking, looking Nick, at. I think Nick Ryder's got one of those. Looking at fucking that out. Tarantino. The way he's bringing it up, yeah, he's projecting. Hey, don't kink that. shame. Don't kink shame me. All right. <laughs> Sorry, but kink shaming is my kink. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. Like, I just. I don't get. I don't get the foot thing, but I also don't get why we need like a specific close-up shot of her feet. We get it. She's tied to a chair and she's getting interrogated. Who directed this? Uh, Joss Whedon. Well, there you go. Maybe there he has a go. foot. Fa- I mean, he if might. Tarantino's directing it, obviously we're going to have foot shit everywhere because he has the world's biggest foot fetish. He but looks like a guy that would have a foot he fetish. He definitely does. He looks like a, if he wasn't a successful director, he's a I live in my mother's basement and jerk off to pictures of foot type of looking guy. <laughs> uh, I bet he rooted for the villains in the Ninja Turtles. Cause they're the, get it? Because they're the foot. Yeah, he loved those guys. Get it? Yep. And they had that foot on the forehead of their uniforms. Just foot clan. Oh, just calloused cocks from watching Ninja Turtles. He's beating off so much. My God. (laughs) (laughs) So, anyway. How dare you? uh, Her phone rings, but the the Russian general answers. Obviously, they've got all of her belongings on, like, a little table. And uh, it's Coulson, we find out. He's like, yeah, we got a jet coming for you. So, uh Put her on the phone or we're going to blow up the whole block before you can even get out of the building. I, I, I don't know why I kind of wanted to do that in a Norm MacDonald. Yeah. Got a jet. Going to blow up the block. Yep. I don't know. Norm MacDonald kind of snarky That's fucking thing. Um, so she's like, I'm interrogating these guys and they're telling me everything. So by her being tied in a chair and them yelling at her, like she's utilizing her communication skills i guess to to get information out of them via via question which is something that comes back up when she's talking to loki later in the movie but like she she, she's getting information as they're like sort of uh james bond villain (laughs) you don't even understand no he was a ploy the whole time oh cool thanks for telling me that now i got my information so then she beats the shit out of all and why still tied to a chair i mean breaks a chair during the scuffle and gets out uh, she does the oh the big uh, patent because she yeah the Iron Man two had to be before this because that's where we meet Black Widow, and she start like she just runs down a hallway beating up a bunch of people and like 
in Iron Man 2, I mean, not in this one, but her whole thing is like the jump up, wrap the legs around your neck, and then do like crazy twisty backflip. Karana, dude. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm. You look, don't know about the Huracurana? I'm just saying, ScarJo. I know you're yeah. gonna you're gonna be in Phase Four. You're gonna keep making these movies, and you're gonna keep being Black Widow. In fact, you have a Black Widow movie coming out. If you need someone to practice wrapping your legs around, I'm just saying, call me. You can jump up and wrap your legs around my neck anytime. We don't need a, a Black Widow. Do we need a Black Widow movie? We don't need it, but it's Does happening. Does anyone care? No. No, we but don't. it's happening. Why not? It's ScarJo. It is ScarJo, but. Why do we need to know her? We know her backstory. Like they told us uh, this entire fucking twenty something movies. And the what's the difference between her and Batman? That she can't get a bunch of uh, origin stories that are all a little different. All have you know the same bad guy, but in a different way and played by yeah. you know Clef Palace and uh, <laughs> Jesus fucking uh, guys that die like a couple years later. Did he die during that? Heath Ledger died yeah, yeah. during yeah. Joker. Yeah, he died during the shooting. Well, no, I mean after the shooting, but before the movie came out. Do you think he like actually turned into Joker? He like really absorbed Joker that much? I mean, that's what like, they always say. He like locked himself in a room, like a hotel room, and they found his journals, and he was like immersed in it. But I don't know. There's a lot of talk about this person got so into this character, man, and I'm like, ah, I doubt it. Like maybe he. You know, Christian Bale keeps the accent throughout filming so that he makes sure he has the accent. Daniel Day-Lewis goes a bit crazy to make sure he's in character, but you're not going to fucking make yourself psychotic and suicidal for the sake of a movie. I see what it was. happening, though. He got hooked up with them fucking Olsen twins, and they started doing drugs. He was doing drugs with them Olsen twins, and that's what fucking did it. Drugs with Olsen twins, dude. It was fucking Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen killed Heath Ledger. Drugs with Olsen really? twins are playing at Roxy. Drugs with Olsen twins. Yeah, that, now, that would make a good band name because, yeah, they, like one of them was even implicated, like had to go to court and try to clear their name out of the death of Heath Ledger because uh, little Michelle from fucking Full House. L- l- do a little Nick Splains here. There we go. <laughs> Nick, Nick Splains. Nick, Nick Splains. Fucking Olsen twins, man. They do more than make unwatchable movies. Oh, yeah. So there's <laughs> once I was dating this girl, uh, and we, we decided we, I don't know, we didn't, we had a few hours to kill. Nothing going on in the afternoon. We were meeting people later. Had not, so we're like, we're going to go to this movie. We're just going to go to whatever starts next. Whatever starts Doesn't next. matter. We went up to the window. And we're like, don't even tell us what it is. Just two tickets to fucking whatever starts next. Whatever. And he's kind of chuckling, and we get in, we go to see fucking Made in Manhattan by the Olsen fucking twins. And I don't even know what it was. She even had a flask in her purse, and we were trying to drink our way through it and still ended up walking out in like 15 minutes. So I don't know. What a waste of time. Why didn't you? Okay, go Just ahead. go to a bar or something? Yeah, yeah I or, don't know. Or just pick a pick a fucking pick. movie. I'm trying to be so, like, random. We're gonna. It'll probably lead us to a movie that'll change our lives. Oh, it did. I've never walked out of a movie before. Now I know that I physically can do that. So uh, what are we saying? Oh, yeah. So she she uh, makes me jealous by wrapping her legs around another guy's neck and taking him to the ground. Do you think somebody could, like, walk out on a movie? See, like, they, they went to Made in Manhattan featuring the, the Olsen twins. Uh-huh. And they, go, they get in there and they sit there and go, what have we done? And we get up. Can we go to the ticket master and say, hey, can uh, we get a refund? It's only been like 15 minutes. At what point do they go, 
Because they're going to have to give you a refund, right? That's how it works. I don't think so. Like, you especially go, hey, you got in there, you 15 minutes in, you, you pretty said, much got this. You said specifically whatever movie starts next. So you got yourself into this. Was like, yeah. listen, dude, I know that's what I said. But like, yeah, you, I guess on, I didn't dude. realize that I need to put in the caveat of fucking toddler grade bullshit. You got to help <laughs> us out. Listen, if the next movie to start is Blues Clues, the feature film, maybe throw me a fucking bone, buddy. What are you going to do? OK, I'll tell you what. I'll give you guys tickets to the next one. It's not it's not a bad one. We're going to go to I the, can't the now. next, she's the next one. She's fucking drunk as hell. She brought her yeah. own flask and she's Got fucked up. Plan. She's sleeping right now watching it. Well, I'm trying to yeah. get a refund for this. Could fucking have gone thing. to the next fucking movie. Uh, I don't know. I don't even know what year it was. So I don't know what I was going to get. That's fuck. how you got your money back, and you were able to leave that chick at the theater. She Which would have drunk. saved me years of my life if I would have just left her in that theater <laughs> and driven that, back to Manhattan, Kansas. Is that right? So much would have been saved. So Colson's on the phone. What the fuck? <laughs> Woo! I'm saying that went on. That went on longer than it should have, and I regret. <laughs> About four years of that five-year relationship. Goddamn. Oh. Yep, if you just got your money back. Yeah. <laughs> so not only did I have to sit through 15 minutes of an Olsen twin movie, but I lost four years of my life. Should have just left her there. I'll be right back. I should have just left her in the theater. I'll be right back. Hey, uh, we're going to try to see if we oh, get our money should have just picked. We should have been like, you know what? Let's actually go to Con Air instead of just letting it to chance. Wait, Conair was on the no, table? No, it wasn't there. That oh, was just okay. paying something at random. <laughs> anyway, Coulson says we're getting the team back together. We're pulling Is that the, the real... one with Jackie Chan? Coulson? No, no, no. Conair? Conair's Con Nicolas Cage. No. Oh, Conair. Oh, right. The airplane full of convicts? John Malkovich, Steve Buscemi? I don't know what the one I'm thinking of is. First Strike? Uh, no, don't worry. I don't know. It. Moving on. All right. So she has to go get the big guy. She's like, oh, Mr. Stark doesn't like me. No, no, no. I got Mr. Stark. You got the big guy. So then we cut to this little shabby kind of city. Um, it doesn't really say where, but it's got to be South America, right? Yeah, I got that impression. Yeah, South America. Uh, Mark Ruffalo's like dealing with a patient, and this little girl comes in and talks to him, and so he follows her because he's going to go help her mother. And they go into this like apartment, and she just runs out of the window, and he's like, oh, well, fucking great. That was a setup. And he turns around, and there's Black Widow sitting at the table, uh, he's like, are you here to kill me? She's like, no, I'm with S.H.I.E.L.D. And this is called the Tesseract, blah, 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 blah. Uh, he's like, what does Fury want me to do? Swallow it? Oh, he said gotta, that? I must have missed that. Yeah, yeah. How do we get rid of the Tesseract? He wants me to swallow it. Because I've always, I've always got to make sure you know that I'm the Hulk, everybody. I know that I look <laughs> like Mark Ruffalo right now, but I want to make sure you know all the time that I'm the Hulk. Got to put that out there. He also was like, oh, and I suppose you got the place surrounded, huh? Yeah. She's yeah. like, no, no, it's just me. Don't worry about <laughs> it. But at one point he does get mad and she pulls a gun out and he's like, why don't why don't we play this differently where, where you put that away and he yeah, doesn't he... come out. And then you see a wide shot of all the uh, agents that were surrounding that the were building surrounding, backing yeah. off. And she calls him down like she speaks in her little lapel mic mm -hmm. to back off. Um. So anyway, Fury's also, he's... He's talking to all these people on like this, basically a futuristic Zoom meeting. Yeah, and you know, they were all, the all like kind of shadowed. Yeah, a yeah, yeah. They're like what five looking. of them? These five tall screen the people. Council. Yeah, the like the Supreme Council, of the old Skull and Bones Club, or whatever. <laughs> fucking yelling at Nick Fury. But what? Here's something I don't understand. Like I've seen all of these these here uh, fucking Marvel movies, right? Nick Fury is like the top dog all the time. He's the one doing all this, and. At no point in any of the rest of them does he answer to these people or deal with these people. What the fuck are these? Now, there was that show 
I guess I never saw the the Shield series on whatever. Oh, the TV one, yeah. Agents of Shield or whatever. So maybe these people are brought about or talked about in that fucking show or something. I have no idea who these people are that Nick Fury is supposedly answering to because they never never come up again. And he doesn't listen to him anyway. At least I've recognized the council's decision, but seeing as how it's a stupid-ass decision, I've decided to ignore it. And he does what he wants anyway, so what's the fucking point of these people? I don't understand. Anyway, if anybody knows, anybody watch that show? Fucking rewatchpartygmail.com, right in. Tell us. Uh, so then we got Cap in the gym. It's just when we meet Cap. You know, he's uh, fighting through his anger and taking all his flashbacks out on a heavy bag. He's got a whole line of uh, Yeah, because he punches through one and breaks it, so he just picks another one up and hangs it. And, of course, he's, like, picking them up like they're nothing. Those are, like, 200-pound fucking bags, and he's just... Because we get it. We get it, Chris Evans. You're insanely jacked. What's breaking the chain, or... I think the no, chain, No, he, like, punches yeah. so much, like, the sand's falling out. Oh, did he? he? Yeah. Oh, I thought the chain broke. He knocked it off, yeah, the chain break, and he's able to, like... There's more chain he pulls down, I don't know. He has to keep clipping them on somehow. He does keep clipping him on. So Fury shows up and tries to talk to him a bit. Uh, what, 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 what should we? What do we do with the Tesseract? You should have left it in the ocean. As he throws another heavy bag over his shoulder and casually, muscly walks out of the room. Um. So then, yeah, it says you should have left it in the ocean. And then we cut to the ocean. <gasps> Fucking brilliant! <laughs> uh, but Iron Man's in the ocean. My man. Doing some welding uh, or something like that. Doing some welding. He's running. He's oh, he is fucking laying pipe, buddy. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he's fucking John Hall. He's the fucking laying, laying that pipe down where it's wet. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> is that his name? John Hall. John Holmes. You talking about the porn star? Yeah. Yeah, John Holmes. <laughs> How are we going with? No, he's he's laying cable down for this new building, uh, his giant Stark Tower. Right. He's putting an arc reactor in it. Yeah, he's got his arc reactor because he's he's kind of I'm kind of the name in renewable energy. Yeah, so he said. So, so what am I at? So I didn't read a lot of Iron Man. Like if he showed up and stuff, cool. But I didn't ever read like his own comics. I don't know. All I know is he was created to be like this rich egotistical bastard. He's gonna he's supposed to be like. Stanley wanting to make the most unlikable character he could think of someone you would love. And that's where Tony Stark came from. Does he do that? I I would say do so. You like Iron Man? Iron Man, it's a rich philanthropist, playboy Wait, millionaire. millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you something. I know a guy's got none of that. He's got ten times the man you are. You know he's still loved, uh, but yeah, in this is? world right now, we need to eat the rich. Those guys. And what's he doing for everybody? He hasn't made us a reactor. He's well, not making renewable energy for you. He's just making buildings for himself. He's trying to normalize with his like name rich on it people. Too. And I think with that's his name on it. He has buildings with his name on it. Yeah. Yep. Like a someone. He's a son of a bitch. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. They're, they're kind of having... It seems like him and Miss Potts are going to have some sexy time. Except he's really fucking it up. Where he's like, how about the next building you can have your name on it? She goes, how about my name on the lease? Uh, well, uh, you know, this was 12% your idea. And then Colson shows up and interrupts him. He's like, oh, we were really having a good time. She's like, I was having 12% of a good time. <laughs> oh, it's pretty funny. Or 12% of a moment or whatever. Um, so then he gets handed the, the folder. We get more cool Stark tech. He's always got the cool tech. It's always like each movie, Tony Stark gets cooler and cooler technology. 
to show that he's still working, you know. You know, that's inventing. cool. And I would love to think that in, what, what was it for Aliens for us? It was 1979. For Alien, least, yeah, and Aliens was like 85. What they thought, okay, so we watched it in 2020, so we yeah. had about 40 years on there, right? So I hope in 40 years mm-hmm. we're close to that technology that he gives out. That he has like yeah. the, because he puts it in and it projects it up, so it's like, hologram projecting images that he can touch and manipulate and move around. I hope we're there in 40 That's pretty years. fucking crazy. That's crazy shits. That was like minority report mm-hmm. shit right there. Um, so easily, and he's like, I thought I wasn't even, uh, I wasn't even allowed in the Avengers initiative. I was, uh, what was it? Egotistical and impossible to work with. And at one point, Potts was like, hey, Phil, uh, his first name is Agent. He doesn't like how warm she is to Phil. So he's got to do his homework and read over this folder, and she leaves with Phil Coulson, asks him about this. Well, she, uh, she whispered some, uh, some sweet nothings into his ear, oh, things that's right. that she'd let gonna, him do. She's going to gonna do that thing. Yeah, that thing <laughs> while she wears that other thing. <laughs> yeah, well, what's that makes me think of Parks and Rec, where Donna's talking to the Key and Peel guy. It's like, can oh, you yeah. wear that little red thing? I will wear that little red thing when you deserve to see. That little red thing. Oh, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> he gets all excited about it. So that would work here. So yeah, uh, now they're on the jet. Coulson's just gushing over Cap. Like I watched you while you were sleeping. I mean, I was, I, I was, I was there while while you were fro- frozen. Yeah. Uh, he's like, dude, what? And the then doesn't fuck? he bring up his his vintage card set? Yeah. Right oh that? yeah, I have I have cards. I have cards of you, and also Near like. Mint. I helped. Uh, I helped revamp your costumes. Like, yeah, doesn't does the old stars and stripes seem old fashioned? He's like, With everything that's about to come to light, sir, I think old fashioned is just what we need. I'm actually kind of surprised Captain America hasn't gotten canceled because he's so patriotic. You know, just given the the current climate. I'm not going to let you bait me. All right. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm just saying, like, man, like some people don't like the way he is, and you know, patriotic. What did he do? Not him just specifically. Just never wore, mind. Just because he wears stars and stripes, man. Some, some he didn't people know any find slaves. that offensive. He didn't know no slaves. <laughs> That's right. He didn't. <laughs> he didn't. He was frozen for a long time. <laughs> he punched Hitler, which everybody can get behind. Then he was frozen. Then he woke up, and now he's fucking punching aliens. So, All right. As far as I'm concerned, he's more famous than Rosa Parks. I mean, in that oh. universe, probably so. <laughs> like, he deserves more fame. All right. Uh, Outcast should write a song... About Cap instead of Rosa Parks, is that what you're saying? Yep. <laughs> well, you know, I'll write them a letter and let them know that. So now we got like a shitty lab. Looks like something they threw up last minute in a fucking warehouse or something where Dr. Skarsgård mm-hmm. and Loki, Hawkeye, they're all hanging out. They're trying to figure out Tesseract shit. Uh, and he goes into uh, a staff meeting with, like, he, he sits down and meditates and, like, kind of transports or whatever, and he's talking to this weird six-fingered alien on the moon or something. Yeah, he had double thumbs. Yeah. Yeah, which, you know, the whole thing that sets us apart is the opposable thumb. Now, he got two opposable thumbs? Fuck. Fuck. That alien race rules everything. Um, So he's talking to them and, like, yeah, I'll get you the Tesseract, man, but I got to have your army. You know, and they're like, you're you're a bitch. You're not capable of any of this shit. And he's like, no, I totally am. I swear to God. Anyway, he's trying to use their army so that he can take over Earth. All he wants to do is rule Earth. 
That's as far as his goals go. And they want the Tesseract because they know that it can do so much more. And so they're basically using him as a pawn. But as far as this movie's concerned, we don't know about that until, you know, movies down the line. For now, all we're concerned about is, oh, shit, he's got an army. Um, but they, he does have a great uh, fucking threat to Loki where he says, like, if you, if you fuck us, we will make you beg for something so sweet as pain. I was like, Jesus Christ, that's the fucking, that's some heavy shit. That is really heavy. Oh, I don't even know what that, what is it? I, what 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 would that even be? What would that even mean? I don't, but I I tell you what. so bad you'll be begging for pain. Begging for pain. I don't want to know what that is at all but yeah like god damn that's a threat sir we mortals don't don't have that emotion <laughs> we don't have that feeling i'm sorry we can't comprehend like if you that. said you'd be begging for death we'd be like okay yeah, we can you. you'll probably rape us in the ass till we want to die I saw right? made in manhattan in theaters i understand what's like to pray for death <laughs> yeah pray for fucking pain is uh yeah i i might have to use that that's pretty fucking harsh man that's something so then we're we're on an aircraft carrier, right? And everybody meets everybody, and ScarJo meets Hulk, and it's all beep deep and he's like, "Oh, this has got to be weird to you." And Captain America's like, "Actually, this is the first thing that seems normal." Ha ha. Because <laughs> I was in the army, get it? He, I don't know why he's kind of George W. I don't know. Anyway, so then he's <laughs> like, "They're like, uh, everybody get inside because we're airlocking or whatever." And he's like, "Oh shit, this is a submarine." He wants me underwater in a pressurized system because again, we remember. We've got to know that he is Hulk at all times. We've yeah, got always. to be reminded. But instead, it takes off and it starts flying. And he goes, Hover. oh, this is even worse. Yeah. This ain't even, any better. Oh, shit. So then they're set, they set up like a, uh, like a cell phone surveillance is what they're saying. Any laptop, any cell phone, anything they can use. That, like kind of Batman did that in one of them. That's how he tracked down the Joker, I think, at Dark Knight. Right? Like you use everybody's. Everybody's cell phones and laptops is your own surveillance. Some yeah, hacker shit. They, they turn into like, yeah, oh yeah, totally turn into like a like three D image. Of yeah, like everywhere he wanted to look. So he's basic. They're doing that, and he's like, yeah, that's kind of. I mean, that's fine or whatever. But uh, we 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 need to figure out more. So he's going to go to their little research department and try to figure out like ways to hone in specifically on it instead of just like hoping that one <laughs> of the laptops in the world captures a fucking image of the Tesseract somehow. Uh, and Hawkeye has to go get Iridium. Skarsgård says we need to get Iridium as a stabilizing agent. Iridium. Iridium. So now we're at this fancy German party, and this or whole scene the is English fucking would say, great. Are you in aluminium? Aluminium? Aluminium. Aluminium. Yeah, I was trying to, <laughs> I'm done. All right, all right. I'm like, I'm I, done. I, I don't think Aluminium. we're going to land this. Aluminium. <laughs> You're still trying. All right, fancy German party, right? So Loki stabs a dude in the fucking face. He has that three-pronged oh, little thing. he flips thing, him on the table? Like, slams him on the table and stabs him in the face, and it copies his really? eyes so that Hawkeye can use that dude's eye to get past the, get the, past the, the, the iris the, the sensor, scanner. the biometric. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I, I don't know if there's supposed to be a pun in there because he has to get the dude's eye for Hawkeye. I don't know. Yeah, I know. I, mean, I I definitely saw. I felt like there's got to be something in something. There. Hit, God damn it! There's here. a joke here. Yeah, there's, there's a, a joke, joke here. here. All of a sudden, we all turn it. into Charlie from fucking Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> that room with all the red right. yarn <laughs> everywhere. There's a fucking connection. There's a connection we uh, need to find out. So he talks to the crowd and he sets up his hologram clones because he can copy himself. 
Yeah. And it makes like a perimeter to keep the crowd together. Uh, important to know about that power because that probably comes up a lot. And he makes them all kneel and he gives this great speech about this is your natural state bowing down before power greater than yours. And this Being is subservient. The, yes. Is yes. Then you don't have to think or worry about anything. You just do as you're told. And that's what makes you happy, isn't it? And then that's when. Also, he's speaking English, and they're in Germany. Like, obviously, the old dude that stands up to talk back to him speaks English, and I'm sure there's some people who speak English, but, buddy, all of the great subtleties of your speech are being lost. Is not this simpler? Is this not your natural state? It's the unspoken truth of humanity that you crave subjugation. The bright lure of freedom diminishes your life's joy in a mad scramble for power, for identity. You were made. You were made. Yes. You will always kneel. You will always kneel. So anyway, but he's talking in English, so I'm sorry the majority of your audience is not getting the point of this, buddy. Anyway, the... Doesn't really matter because wait, wait, wait. what about German? He's a he's in Germany and he's talking to a crowd of people in Germany, so he should be speaking in German, is what I'm saying. I guess if I he really wants I to get, notice that part, if he wants to get his point across, he should speak to them in their native tongue. Like I said, some people would obviously know English or have a, a basic grasp. We get some words, but like they're not going to get maybe as a god the great Shakespeare. No matter how he talks to you, it's it'll be in in, in language. So you you're saying understand. it's like a babblefish situation like from fucking Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? Well, maybe we are hearing English, but because That he's was a god, dumbing it down for us. He was actually talking in German, but Joss knew his intended audience would not know German enough to get the subtleties of his Shakespearean speech. Well, I kind of so. looked at it like this was obviously a sophisticated cultured German crowd. There's a High chance that they all spoke English as well. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, maybe. They were all talking German to each other, though, so. Either well, yeah. either way, I didn't. Either way. I didn't, I didn't. You didn't catch it? I didn't catch that. So anyway, he's. Come the, on, man. Uh, this old man stands up, and he's like, I'm not going to kneel before you. And uh, there was it? You've never seen someone like me. He's like, there are always men like you. And he's like, okay, I'm going to make an example out of your elder people. I'm going to kill this old guy. Everybody, look. I'm going to kill. And then, boom, shield hits him because Cap comes in. And, he's, and he starts fucking backflipping and gymnasticizing all over. Fucking gymnastic fight with Loki, who's kind of kicking his ass. Like, Cap's not doing so hot. He's not really standing up here. But that's when we get ACDC. Shoot the thrill. And Iron Man comes in. And calls him Reindeer Games because of the horns. <laughs> and fucking, he just immediately like, I thought he was saying that you were looked like he looked like Ben Affleck somehow. <laughs> I was like, what? Uh, star of Reindeer Games? Yes, yeah. could be. Um, so they, yeah, he immediately gives up, and they pick up Loki and they handcuff him and throw him in the. I don't even know their Super Avengers jet thing that they're flying around, but at no point, hey, he's uh, he's kidnapped some people. You know, he's got Hawkeye and Doctor Skarsgård under his spell. Should we? See what they're doing? Maybe think something about their breaking in to steal something. Maybe we should follow up on... No, they just... Like, they don't follow through. So Hawkeye totally gets in and steals the shit that he needs. They just, like, 
Gets, gets in. Big old dropped ball there. Yeah. yeah, well, they got the mastermind. So maybe that's what they were yeah, thinking. Yeah, but so... So they're on the fucking jet, and they're like, "Man, why he gave up really easily? Didn't that seem that seem weird? To you? That seem weird to you? Seem weird to me? I don't know about you. That seemed kind of weird to me." And then there's a storm starting, and they're like, "Oh, what's up, Loki? Are you scared of thunder?" Uh, again, it's Droopy what comes after. Droopy dog is part of the Avengers for the sake of my impressions, <laughs> but yeah, I'm not so fond of what comes after. And then Thor shows up and grabs him and takes off. And so this, this I do remember, even when I was madly in love with this movie, seeing it in a the theater, this made me groan so much I almost shit my pants. But two, uh, line, two lines in succession that are just fucking stupid. We need a plan of attack. I have a plan. Attack. attack. Yeah. God damn <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, it was pretty lame. Fucking stupid. And then these men are basically gods. There's only one god now I know of, ma'am. And he doesn't dress like that. Just fucking shut up. Shut up. Pull your cock out of your own ass, Joss Whedon, because he writes this shit too, and just stop with the drivel. It's so stupid. Goddamn piss me off. They got to have the cheesy. (laughs) So they're sitting, uh, Thor and Loki. That's why I got the name. Uh, Thor and Loki are standing on the side of a mountain, and he's like, you want to rule these people, but you see yourself as above them. So then the throne will suit you ill. Like, you can't do that. If you mean to lead people, you lead them. You're not above them. They don't serve you. This isn't how this shit works. You know, just come home. Come just just home. like fucking Brandy to Joe Dirt. Come home, Joe. Come home, Joe. <laughs> so, uh, minus the bridge and all that. But, so, <laughs> so they're, yeah, trying to talk, and it's like... You listen well, brother. And then Iron Man flies through and fucking hits him. I'm listening. I'm listening. Yeah. And which is great. Fucking great little comedic scene. Like, I do like a lot of the comedy in this. Uh, Joss does have that together. So now Iron Man are, and Thor are fighting. And he, I, another shit line was like, oh, you're doing a theater in the park. Doth the mother know that you wear her drapes? Making fun of his cape, you yeah. know? Uh, pretty dumb, but he hits him with lightning and it's like power at 400% or whatever. And it's like, oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. And <laughs> fucking fires back at him. Um, so now here, because then Cap comes in and there's like the three of them. It's a big three-way superhero fight. Now, when I read comics, I had the fucking cards. Like I collected the little cards and I had all the things, but there was a rating system, you know, you had you had your meters. You had your uh, you had your intelligence. You had your agility. You had your strength. You had your speed. You had your healing. You had your whatever. And there was a fucking scale. And each person had is like an NBA jam. Each player has their strengths and their weaknesses. And you get to see that little fucking sliding scale of each category, right? But and th- all these movies, that just shit doesn't even like anyone can overpower anyone at any point, whatever. Like Captain America can go toe-to-toe with fucking Thanos, who can also just beat Hulk like he's nothing, but then Hulk is indestructible and fucking beats anybody. It's just like, there's no there's no consistency at all to how strong anybody is. Anybody could be any strength anybody, like, any There time. are even times where, like, Black Widow is going, and I, she's badass assassin, but she's human. She doesn't have any superpowers. Yeah. So you, I'm sorry you can't get locked up and fucking arm grapple with a superhero. You, it's stupid, and they like. So how how the fuck it? This just doesn't make any goddamn sense to me. And they don't they don't pay any attention to that, and it kind of sucks. But I guess you get to see fucking Iron Man and Thor fight, even though 
Thor would just crush him with a hammer, and that'd be the fucking end of it. Yeah, it would, <laughs> really, that would be it. That would just, over be over Thor. that fast. And Captain America is like super strong because of the serum he got. Like, you know, Iron Man at one point says everything impressive about you came out of a bottle. Because yeah, he was this <laughs> yeah. grunty kid who got an injection. He got a fucking drug that yeah. turned him into this super. Yeah, but. It's not never-ending. Like, Hulk's whole thing is it's radiation. So the angrier he gets, the more the radiation works, and he gets stronger, and that's how he works. But everybody else has a fucking limit, or a cap, if you will. But, like... Stop it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, Iron Man in his suit may be equal with Captain America because, it, you know, his suit... Whatever. Hydraulics, I guess. But Thor's a fucking god, so there's no way that either of them would stand up to him. I just it doesn't it doesn't make any fucking sense yeah, to me. I get you. And it just hey man, you're making these movies for the fans and you're making billions off of the fans. There's just there's a little continuity. Yeah, there's been like fucking 50 plus years of stories with these characters that we've known. Don't come on. Come on. That's all I'm saying. Come on. Yeah, if they Wasn't could- there a thing where that was the ultimate argument? Come on. Come on. Oh, Come well. on, man. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, well, yeah, I guess he's right. Oh, yeah, it was a fucking family guy when he's talking to the tobacco lobbyists, like, or he's in front of the Supreme Court and talking for the tobacco lobbyists. So all you got to say is, Come on. Come on. Yeah, well, that's a good point. <laughs> so, anyway. Come on, man. Come on. Come on. So, we got Loki up in this flying city. <laughs> Come on, man. Um, that's yeah, right. right. Get on that. So, like, they have him in handcuffs, and they're parading him across whatever, this massive... Which, also, it was cool. They had the uh, reflector reflector shields or whatever. Like, as it took off, it uh, pulled a predator and, like, kind of covered... It. The bottom of it's covered in reflector shields so that it's invisible. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, I missed mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all, like, mirrors or whatever, and yeah, it makes it's, it look Yeah, it's essentially invisible. like they kind of made a suit like that where it has a bunch of little cameras and projectors on it, so it's kind of filming what's behind you and projecting it on the front of you, so all anybody sees, you know, kind of an an invisibility thing. So anyway, they're in this flying invisible city, and he walks by, like, he sees Bruce Banner, and he smiles, because that's obviously part of his plan. Um, And he's put into this glass cell where Fury's like, if you do anything, if you scratch it even, boom, he opens this door underneath it, like you're going to fall 400,000 feet, whatever, straight to the ground. So, Ant... Eat boot. Because, yeah, we have no quarrel. That was the reference to the earlier line. An ant has no quarrel with a boot. Yes, reference to that line earlier. We have no quarrel with your people. Well, the ant has no quarrel with the boot. Um, so, yeah. Uh, then, so Thor's talking about the, I got the army called the Chitauri. Right? We're gonna, he's going to open a portal. We're going to have to deal with the Chitauri. Uh, and he just says something about them, right? Like he's dealt with them before. Maybe. Uh, I, don't know. I don't know. It doesn't really matter, but we're going to have the Chitari. Well, he does because he eventually ends up on like a planet where he uh, he meets Thor again after all this, right? Like in between some of these movies. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. He deals with them in other movies, like, but at this point, I don't I don't remember if he says that like during this, like, oh, I've dealt with the Chitari before. They're ruthless or they're shitty or they're, mm. they're a bunch of fuckers. They're a bunch of <laughs> they're fuckers. They're a bunch of fuckers. Um, Did he say that? I don't know. That. It's a I bunch don't know. of fucking. <laughs> no, he doesn't actually say that. A bunch of cunts. Just a bunch of fucking cunt bastards. Yeah. He's Australian, but for some reason he's super British in yeah. our impression. Yeah. Cunt bastards. Can't. 
He's a fucking wicked cunt. No, can't. I guess that would be like Australian, the way they say it. Dude, I, I fucking can't. love the Australian accent. I, <laughs> I, bloody can't. I had some Australian friends in Oi. LA, and I've met a few since I moved here to Austin. Uh, also, 100% of the Australian men I have met in my life are all drummers. 100 fucking percent. So either... Because we all got rhythm. I... That was the worst. That was good. That was. that was like the best so Australian either, ever heard. I have just coincidentally only met Australian drummers or their schools are segregated, like uh, gender separated and uh, all boys growing up in Australia have to learn We don't drums. want them to have sax. They all have to play drums. We don't want them to have sax. They don't. <laughs> I, I can't try to, I don't want to try to do it. I love that accent. So I could listen to them talk just about oh, anything. Yeah. It's just oh, so yeah. fucking cool. Uh, anyway, Thor doesn't get to use it ever. Because he's got to be, he's got to be an ancient god. More so he is semi, uh, semi English almost. Because yeah. he's got a like the old school of Hollywood where everybody had an accent and they all kind of talked the same. That wasn't quite British, but it was something. And that was just how old Hollywood was. Oh, is that Gucci? That's lovely, darling. Oh, we just watched. Uh, fucking, we just watched How to Lose Friends and Alienate People, the Simon Pegg movie, and then, like this lady almost gets her hand caught in the elevator, and he goes, "Oh, it's a, uh, it's." fashion biased so uh, it'll it'll take your arm right off if you're not wearing Prada <laughs> like, and she goes but I am wearing Prada oh, well. anyway check those seams yeah sure count seams off so Stark, Stark and Ben are talking about quantizing and magnifying and whatever the fucking I don't know any of these are even words but Stark's like, oh, someone speaks English, ha ha ha, because they're the only two that understand like the extreme science of rocket. Mike, I don't even know what the fuck, but he also pulls that man's playing Galaga. Thought we wouldn't notice, but we did. It's a good game, by the way. Galaga, great game. Galaga's a fucking great game. Um, so there's just a whole bunch of fucking banter. Like they don't trust Fury. Cap's trying to say whatever, man. He's a good guy. We're good guys. We're all good guys. We just gotta trust him. He's like, nah. I ain't doing a bit. Like at one point when they were out there in the in the uh, the bit of what's it called the pilot cockpit, he like you see him putting little bugs on the computers. Yeah, I yeah. saw that. And that's when then when they're in the the room, you can get all the with, secrets with and all uh, that Bruce stuff. Banner doing. So it's like yeah, as soon as Jarvis is done decoding everything because he was planting, ugh, excuse me, planting bugs to get into all this because they're like why 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 not till now why the fuck's this why why this like the, he didn't say anything to any of us and this is this is shady shit and captain's like oh you trust everybody and this is good old good old america guy and we just need to believe him and i don't know what any of you guys are talking about and they're like well fucking go go explore yourself like go check it out and he goes and opens this case and sees like alien weapons or weapons they've been working on and uh, so she uh, Fury comes in and is trying to talk about, we only want it for peace. And that's when Iron Man's like, excuse me, what were you lying? And flipped the screen around and he finally got like all the blueprints for the weapons they're building utilizing the Tesseract. And so they're all starting to argue. And there's a cool thing the camera does. While they're all yelling at each other, the camera like zooms over Loki's spear that's sitting there. And then like around behind it and upside down. And it starts to glow, so we've got like a kind of weird upside down view of them all. I don't know. It was just a way to set up like he's poisoning their minds and turning them against each other. All like the whole point of his plan is to get them because he doesn't have to take on the team if the team doesn't exist, right? If That's they take right. each other out. So I just thought 
camera wise, like that was a cool shot. Yeah. Cool way to set that up. Interesting. Uh, so we get an attack. They attack the, the, the fucking air city, whatever this goddamn thing is even called. Hawkeye shoots an arrow into the engine and blows it up. And so, yeah, Captain America and Tony Stark are, like, getting fucking nose-to-nose. Yeah, oh, yeah, you're never the guy. You're not the guy to make sacrifice Take, play. Put on the suit and yeah, we'll put on fucking, the suit. Come on, let's you're, go. You're not going to—you would never lay over the wire so your fucking buddy could crawl across it. He's like, I just cut the wire. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. You're always thinking about yourself. Put on the suit. Let's go. Put on the suit. He's like, dude, go. everything— suit, let's go. This is where the line, everything special about you came out of a bottle. <laughs> There's nothing fucking cool about you. You're not special. Like, put on the suit. Let's fucking go. And then all of a sudden, explosions. And he goes, put on the suit. Put on the suit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Pretty funny. Pretty funny fucking sign. So they're all splitting up, and they're all trying to deal with this. And Black Widow is, like, stuck under some some debris. Mm -hmm. Her her leg is pinned. Yeah. And Banner's laying right there, and he's, like, starting to freak out. He's getting pretty angry. She's like, no, no, come on, Hulk. Come on, on, Banner. Like, I'll totally do that thing that Potts is going to do for Iron Man. I'll totally do that for <laughs> you if you just calm down. What she should have done, because she's like, she's got the little wristlets and anklets that are random weapons with knives whenever she needs them, right? Just, she can randomly dagger throw. They're always on her. So she needs to, she needs to pull 127 hours on herself is what she needs to do. Just fucking cut that limb off and get out. Cut it off. Just get out of there. Just James Franco, 127 hours. I'm sure Stark could, could replace it. Yeah, right? It's no fine. You can have a you can have a usable hologram foot. You're fine. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, but he he changes and she gets out just in time. Uh, Hawkeye and the goons are on the ship. Like the whole fucking uh, whole fucking thing going. Like they're swarming. It's a big attack here. Uh, and so we finally get the Hulk here. We finally. And I paused it, but apparently my DVD player doesn't give us timestamps because I wanted to see how long it took to finally get some goddamn Hulk in this movie. It had to be close to an hour. Eh, it was, oh, it it was about an hour. an hour because I fell asleep yesterday watching it, and I had to watch uh, the. I had to watch it today, like earlier today. So I, I figured it was after an hour. So it was after an hour, and I think it was hour ten, hour twenty, something. That's way and, too fucking long to get a goddamn Hulk scene. And we're only halfway through the movie at this point. So he hulks out, and he's chasing her, and she's, like, running down hallways and flipping up stairways and doing all this shit, trying to get away from the Hulk. Um, He screams out really loudly. Loki hears it and smiles, because she went to interrogate him earlier. And she played... And she's, you know, like, she's being coy with him and getting information out of him in her way, where it's like... She played him pretty well. And she plays him pretty... Like, he's, like... She, she was she say, I have red in my ledger. I want to get it out. It's like, how can you get rid of that much red? And he calls her like a quivering quim, which quim is a slang term for a worthless vagina, basically. Like, <laughs> pretty right. fucking nasty derogatory word for Joss Whedon of a all quim. people to use. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he's like, you, you're you a festering cunt, basically, is what he's calling her. And you can never get rid of that much red. And what the fuck is even wrong with you? And you're so she monster. pretends to cry and goes, mm-hmm. you're a monster. You brought the monster, not me. She's like, oh, banners your plate. Got it. Cool. Thanks. Yeah. You've been most helpful. <laughs> and just leaves. So uh, when Hulk does come out, he smiles. Because obviously, again, now the whole team is miles in the air. And Hulk is not going to take that. And he's just going to smash everything and obviously destroy the ship. And they're going to fall out of the sky. And boom, dead. Um, 
So Iron Man and Cap have to go fix the engine while Hulk is chasing. Okay, so he's chasing Widow down this hallway where he's like shattering through doors and I mean just so much equipment, computer equipment. Oh, yeah. I mean just master. <laughs> so yeah, they're worried about this engine, but what do these computers do? Because he smashed through like twenty of them. Is any of this navigation? Is any of this like fucking air? Like is well, it is controlling your oxygen or what? One of them had to be navigation because coming up, uh, oh, yeah. he's like, we need to get over the ocean. He's like, oh, they th- took out of the navigation system. Yeah. Water. Yeah. Go, is, the, is the sun up, sir? Yeah. yeah. Put it on the left. That's what we we're talking about yeah. where he looks motherfuckerly at this yeah. guy. <laughs> so Hulk's chasing her down and he's just about to smash her. Not not like, yeah, smash. Not that smash. Not that smash, but like Hulk smash when fucking Thor flies in and knocks him through a wall. Uh, so we we get a a really awesome Thor and Hulk fight in like the hangar with all the jets. And, oh like, yeah, they so slam like, him into the jet. Hulk charge, he one. swings the hammer around to build up momentum, and the fucking uppercuts Hulk in the face with it real good. Knocks him into a jet, which like folds in half and accordions. <laughs> uh, another time he throws Mjolnir. That's right, Thor's hammer, Mjolnir. 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 Mm. And hits him, drunk? and then it lands on the ground, and he tries to pick, it, to up, pick it up. But you know, there's a spell. Which uh, I guess is also Viking lore, but in the fir- <laughs> for Marvel watchers in the first Thor movie, Odin puts a spell on it that only like the pure of heart can can lift it. Like it, you have to be good in every fiber of your being to be able to pick up this hammer. Which is why Hulk was trying to pick it up and like, he just couldn't even budge it, even though he's like the strongest thing ever created. Because it's not about strength; it's about it's about your heart. Mm. It's your heart. And Captain America gets up on there. And it moves a little bit, and you see. Oh, and you uh, see Ultron, Thor. right? Oh, is it? Is that's an Ultron. No, 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 Ultron. I, like he picks, it and he's able to wiggle it, and Thor's like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> Which he's like, "Yeah." He looks at him like, "With wait, wait a minute." What the fuck? I I thought only I could do that, but then of course in Endgame, I guess if you guys haven't seen that, maybe there's an like he full on. Was that like, an Ultron? I thought that was in. No, it wasn't in this one. It's an Ultron where Cap like wiggles it a bit, but then by by Avengers Endgame, Cap's full on running around the field using it, like he's throwing Mjolnir around and lightning hammering people and yeah, everything because he full on Cap mood, I guess. Uh, so so yeah, we get that. I mean, that fight's just fucking cool. I like seeing the Thor Hulk fight because then. As far as power ranking goes, this one makes fucking sense. And it worked out. And I I was happy about that. But then they're like, hey, uh, hey, random jet pilot, we uh, we need you to get this fucking target out of there because he's going to destroy the entire ship and we're all going to die. So I need you to acquire the target. Oh, okay. So he like flies down and shoots flies it. into it, yeah. And shoots at Hulk a bit, which of course is like getting swarmed by gnats, you know. Like, he just, keep your distance, too. That's what they told him. Yeah, and he's, so Hulk turns around and screams and leaps out of the fucking ship and lands on it. Target angry! Target angry! <laughs> and he like rips the cockpit off the dude, tries to eject, and he catches the seat. Yeah. Which shakes, is cool. Throws shakes him it. a bit and throws him. And uh, then the, the jet blows up. Right, or it gets hit with something, it gets blown up, or it blows up. Either way, it sends fucking Hulk flying. You get the a great like Hulk <laughs> yeah. screaming in the distance as he gets blown away. Uh, so Stark's taking debris out of the propeller, and he's like, "Okay, you gotta that that you need to slow quantize the speed of the propeller for a second to do do." He said, "Speak English. See the red lever. Pull that, and it'll slow it down enough for me to get out of here." That's what I'm saying. <laughs> 
But he ends up in a gunfight. And I didn't think, I thought Captain America had a bit of the old Batman thing where he didn't kill people. But here he is. He's just straight fucking. He's gunning them down. He is just gunning people left and right. Like, he's quite savvy with it, too. <laughs> like, I know he was a, he was an army man, but these are pretty modern weapons. And he's, I mean, he's got, he's got, he's holding it properly. He's got good posture. He, he knows his way around a fucking machine gun. Uh, instead of like, usually it's just shield and fists. That's what Captain America does. Well, but I thought he was shooting and not really hitting anybody. He was just shooting it so that no, they he was the blowing other way these fuckers run. away. Oh, okay. Dude, he was out for blood. But I want my to machine put gun cannot be put away until it draws <laughs> blood. <laughs> yeah. So Cap's killing people. He gets too tied up killing people. That once uh, Iron Man gets the debris cleared out and he starts using his thrusters to make the propeller spin again, mm-hmm. and then it picks up speed and you can see him like drift away from it because it's now going you faster than up. he can fly. And then he gets sucked into it and he's getting thrown around like ah, anytime now, fucking do the lever thingy, the thingy with the lever. Um, so Hawkeye, I mean, it's cutting, it's, it's an exciting fight. So we're cutting around a bunch of shit. Hawkeye shoots an arrow that then these two little things shoot out of the side and plug into the computer and start scrambling everything. Very um, convenient. He had one of those uh, yeah. ready to go. Well, as we find out at the very end, it's not the arrows. It's like the, the, the quiver. Yeah. He hits a button and it's on certain, his bow, on the, on yeah, the, whatever the quiver like. Buttons. Gives him certain arrows. Yeah, it zips in there, and he like can control it with his it just bow. Turns that arrow into whatever he needs. But yeah, that has the exact right prongs at the exact right spacing to be able to plug into the computer. You know how hard it is to sometimes charge your phone. Right, you gotta have the Jesus right cable. Christ. This guy just happened to have the right arrow. Look, I can't even get a standard USB plug in a fucking computer on the first try, and this guy can get two of them in with an arrow. <laughs> Fuck off. Uh, well, it's called Hawk. He is called Hawkeye. He is You're called right. Cockeye. He is the Marvel's Green Arrow, so he's everybody loves infallible. Cockeye. Everybody loves Cockeye. Yeah, everyone loves Cockeye. And nobody likes it in their eye, though. Yeah, I, no one I likes think. Cockeye in the eye. I wouldn't think <laughs> so. Uh, all right, so uh, yeah, so he got in the computer and shutting down the other engines. What he's doing? He's trying to get all the engines up. Uh, and then him and Black Widow are fighting, right? Because he's running around the ship, and they start fighting on, like, this catwalk thing. And she's, like, spinning in and out through the rails and doing her flips and all the crazy and shit. And fucking grabs him around the neck and slams his head into this metal railing he's really like, fucking uh, hard. Yeah, he's all, uh, <laughs> and he stands up like, yeah, he stands up a little bit Bill and Ted, like, uh, then she just fucking socks him right in the face and knocks him out. Yep. So that's pretty cool. But you can tell after that initial slam when he's days, like his eyes aren't blacked over anymore, you know? So the, the spell... Knocks some sense into him. The spell is... Yeah, literally knocks sense into him. Exactly. Um, so Thor goes to check on Loki and sees the cage open. And Loki's standing there and goes to dive for him. But, oh, it's one of the hologram, hologram Lokis. So he ends up diving into the glass cage and Loki shuts it. And he's like, ha, 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 now I'm going to drop you. But When Coulson- aren't you going to fall for that? Yeah, yeah. when are you going to stop falling for that or something like that? Yeah, and Coulson comes in with a super gun and talking to him. And then uh, we get get stabbed through. We get the alien tail. Just a fucking full alien oh, yeah, with the alien like- tail coming up, through, bursting through his chest. Just like they did... Uh, was that, was that the Vietnam vet hat guy in the first one? 
Henry Dean Stanton when he was looking for the cat? Is that when we get the the tail that stabs him through the like we see the front of the guy and all of a sudden a tail comes stabbing through? It happened in the Alien movies. I just yeah. don't remember which guy. I thought it, was. it happened. No, it happened in the Pred. No, uh, Terminator movies. I think Terminator Judgment Day. Well, sure, but it happened <laughs> in one of the Alien. Like we've talked about it in one of the Alien movies, yeah. where okay. you just see the character stand and all of a sudden this uh. thing comes. Through. So anyway, the real Loki stabs. Colson through from behind. Oh, he gets him from behind. That's right. The way he and likes it. That's right. So Colson falls to the ground and Loki drops the cage. And Thor, we get to see Thor like spinning and trying to get his bearings and hitting, trying to swing the hammer enough to break the cage and he can't. But finally, he like gets himself braced against the side enough to to super fly out of it, and we see him bounce across the ground. So like he pulls a Nick Fury out of the helicopter, but you know, he's a god, so obviously he would survive, and that's he's fine. Right. Uh, whereas Nick Fury would be a pile of bone powder, but <laughs> well, whatever. Yeah, what does he have any sort of ability? Nick Fury, no. Who the fuck is he, and why does he think he's such he just, a badass? He's just, uh, he's really high up in, in the government agency of S.H.I.E.L.D., and that's it. Okay. That's absolutely, yeah. So at any point, any of these heroes could go, fuck you and squish his head like a bug, but somehow he controls them all. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Although I would say if I was a superhero, I would rather answer to Samuel Jackson than David Hasselhoff. So at least there's that going. Nick Fury. (laughs) Um, So then Loki's standing there because he just dropped Thor. Los Loki? Huh? Los Loki? Los Loki. You want to start calling you that? No, I, I uh, like no. that though. Actually, yeah. so Coulson like is talking to him or getting him talking, distract him, and then he pulls the trigger on the gun, and the huge blast puts him through a wall. Huh? So that's, that's what it that's does. what it does. Uh, that's kind of funny. So anyway, Captain finally gets to the lever and pulls it, so Iron Man can fall out of the propeller, and his his suit's like cutting out because it's just been chopped to shit by this propeller for so long, and like his last little burst shoots him through the opening that was blown into the side of the ship and takes out the guy that was shooting at Captain America conveniently, and then his whole suit powers down. So, man, how perfect was all that working out? A little too convenient. A little too convenient. All right, so Loki escapes. He gets on the the, the helicopter or whatever with Hawkeye and the rest of them, and everybody, Mm -hmm. like, Fury's yelling at Stark and Cap. Everybody, your team is scattered. The ship's fucking dead. Look at you bunch of fucking assholes. And he throws down uh, Agent Coulson's uh, vintage Captain America cards, and they're all covered in blood. Like, he really believed in you, and you let him down. You never did. He's not in his jacket. Yeah, yeah, it keeps him in his jacket. All you had to do was work together. You put no. You bunch of assholes. His death's on you, motherfuckers. And they're like, oh. Well, angry. Like, Stark even just storms off. He doesn't even say anything. And then uh, Robin Smolders says, those were in his locker. They weren't even his. They weren't even in his pocket. Yeah, I know, but they needed to push. So he even admits it was a lie. So then we get uh, Bruce Banner waking up in, like, a crater inside of some oh, fucking, yeah. like... Like an old warehouse Old warehouse, something. something, just shit everywhere. And there's the security guards, like, yeah, you fell out of the sky. I decided to wait until you calm down a bit. But uh, are you an alien? What? You know, like uh, outer space, alien. No. Well, son, you, 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 you got a condition. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the security guard talking to him played by, boom, Henry Dean Stanton from the Aliens. 
Oh, was it? Yeah, nice. that's our boy. Well, from Alien, I guess. Not Aliens, but Alien. The fucking war veteran Hawaiian shirt wearing cigarette smoking <laughs> dude himself from really? Alien. That was him? That's nice. Harry Dean Stanton right there. Yeah. So uh, they're, they're chit-chatting, trying to talk through, and he's like, no, he wants an audience. He needs a stage. He needs his name and big lights on the sky. Oh, fuck. And then he realizes that he's building his portal on top of Stark Tower because he's egotistical and needs his name for everybody to see. And, oh, shit, that's me. Fuck. So this is what he lands, and he walks inside. He goes on his, I call it his fancy undressing walkway. Yeah. Because he lands, and then as he walks into the building, it's like pulling the Iron Man suit, and, you know, he walks in just adjusting. Uh, and Loki's in there. He's like, so you want a drink? I'm going to have a drink. You want a drink? And he pours himself a drink. And I don't know what it is, but... We've just got some bourbon here uh, for the show today in honor of, I guess, whatever we think Stark was drinking. That's right. And he goes off like, yeah, so we got a soldier who does live up to the hype. We've got a couple of assassins. We've got a giant rage monster. We got all this. And you've managed to piss all of us off. There is no way where you win. And he's like, well, I've got an army. We've got a Hulk. <laughs> Which is, you know, it's one of those trailer lines where you go, Um... But he tosses Stark out of the window, and then his Mark Seven suit, because he keeps trying each time a new suit, right? So this is his seventh Iron Man uh, advancement, whatever. So it flies out and like cocoons him, wraps oh, yeah. around he him, jumps and, out, and, yeah, yeah, and then turns on, turns on, and boots up just in time that he can fucking take off, burn all the people's hair. As yeah, he- right. <laughs> all the people sitting there at the cafe just get singed. Uh, so the beam goes, the portal opens, and all these Chitari come out on, like, fucking space segways or whatever these fucking things are called. <laughs> They're flying on. Well, the like, chariots they were like riding were, like, or people or something, some sort of living creature. What? The the jet ski things? Kind of, yeah, yeah. They were, they just, they looked, they looked like you took the sidecar from a motorcycle, mm-hmm. but put the handlebars in that instead. Yeah, but in I didn't one see of the them, they were alive. Where, uh, where Robin... Jumps on one. It's like a living creature that like is used to steer. No, no, they something. just had a second. They had a gunner on the back. Okay, it's so, like Black Widow jumps on. Like she gets vaulted up onto one mm-hmm. and takes out the guy on the back, and then take like stabs the pilot. And yeah, controls him to turn and get herself up there. Oh, was that the pilot? I thought that yeah. was the the no. Just a, there's a pilot and a gunner on them. Oh, okay, never mind. Yeah, so. Yeah, so now they're attacking the city. Uh, there's a street cafe here where we see a blonde waitress. And yeah. they made such a big deal about this blonde waitress, right? Mm-hmm. For no fucking reason at all. Like, she doesn't play a part in the rest of these movies, nothing. But she stands out to me because when she was very, very young, she was a young girl actress. She was in a Van Damme movie called Lionheart where she played his niece, and at the very end, when he was getting taken back to the French Foreign Legion, she gave such an empowering speech about, it's not fair, you can't go, it's not fair. <laughs> and uh, so then the French Foreign Legion just decides, ah, fuck protocol, he can stay. And he gets to stay with him. But this is the same actress. Oh, okay. So it's just Van Damme's niece. And all of a sudden back here getting saved by Captain Ray. So I like to think that this character is the same. It is that girl from the Van Damme movie that has grown up. She moved to the city. She's working as a waitress to get herself through school, maybe. You know, intergalactic war breaks out. Captain America saves her life. So that means somewhere 
Van Damme is running around in the Marvel's movies. <laughs> and I just hope he gets his time to shine. I just want that so bad. Stallone can make it into the Marvel movies. Surely Van Damme can, right? Van Damme can. Van Damme can. Because <laughs> can, can, can. I hashtag fucking get Van Damme in a Marvel movie. <laughs> Sons of bitches. So anyway, yeah, we got all these aliens swooping around. Um, and then the, I have sky whales. We got sky whales. Is that what you'd call those things? Oh, yeah. The it, fucking sky whales. I don't know. The first view of it coming like out of the portal, my, my exact words was, is that a sea turtle? It kind of <laughs> looks like it's... it's... But it's got the long body. Yeah. It's like when you go into a museum and they have the whale skeleton hanging up off the ceiling. Yeah. That's kind of what it looks like. A big, giant... I'd, I'd say it's like a steampunk space... dragon. I guess. I don't like know. Just, they look like giant armored whales. Yeah. Floating space whales. whales. Yeah. Just flying around the city, crashing into buildings and stuff. And uh, so... We get, oh, yeah. The scene of it, back in our Alien episode where I... Or the, Aliens, where she has the loader, and they're like, yeah, "Ha ha, you can't drive that!" And she immediately picks stuff up and like, "Oh, you can drive it." The, and I went on a rant about this fucking scene from this movie oh. where Captain America's like, "We need a perimeter down to Thirty Fifth Street, and you got to get the people out, but use the subways, don't use the streets." Why would I listen to you? Oh, convenient alien punches, bam, boom, bam, bam, ha! Bam. And the cop just turns and gets on his radio. We need a perimeter, and it just says the exact. And it's like that's just so fucking stupid. I thought it was funny. It's. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Because he didn't say it like all scared. He like owned it. He's all like, all right, we're going to need this and that. As if it was his own original idea. Yeah, but it's, I don't know. He's just being nitpicky. Yeah, I just thought it was like. Nick picky. <sighs> Nick picky. There's a lot of that. that, that we need a sound bite for Come that. Come on, man. Nick picky. Come on, man. We need a Nick, Nick picky sound bite. So Nick I, we got, also got a lot of great Hulk action. Like Bruce Banner finally shows up on this rickety little, like, uh, not even like a dumb and dumber scooter. Did he? Yeah, I he com- that. comes cr- puttering in. They're like, Banner's here. He's like, good, tell him to suit up. And the, the fucking Sky Whale is swimming along, and, and uh, Cap's like, hey, uh, well, you, you, you'd you better get angry pretty quick. And then we get the, mm, yeah. that's my secret, Cap. I'm, I'm always, always angry. angry. And he holds <laughs> up just in time to fucking Hellboy smash it. the head of this thing down into the ground and kill it. Like in Hellboy. Is that a Hellboy thing? Is he always angry, or is he no, just smashed the head smash? Where he like punched a car perfectly at the right time, oh, right, where, yeah. and it made it go head over fucking ass kettle. Because he has the super kettle fist. over ass. Yeah, that su- Hellboy super fist. Oh uh, yeah. So anyway, I love the Hulk action because he just starts leaping from building to building and smashing all the fucking <laughs> Shatari and throwing them around. Just I fucking love the Hulk. It's Not awesome. to mention all the people he could have pro- probably hurt. Jumping yeah, right. All the or inblown like, glass. There's something. <laughs> there's something going on. All these people are in an office freaking out, and all of a sudden Hulk comes running through the cubicles and fucking jumps out of the window to attack yet another sky whale. It's just like what? the Hulk is everywhere, just crashing through everything, which is what he does. Hulk smash. That's what he do. Um, so ScarJo hitches a ride. She bounces off. Like Cap uses a shield to fucking alley ooper up into the air and she jumps on one of these fucking Joe Bluth segways. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I was saying, she's like, Michael. stabs it. <laughs> oh, I must have lost, it says resident. I must have lost a piece somewhere. What you mean? Um, stabs the, uh, the driver in the back and is like twisting the knife to make him turn. When 
I think that's another thing they've done in the action movies. You know, there's always the car fight, and then I think there's one. Maybe it was is Machete. Machete did that. Fucking stabbed the driver of a cop car, and then was twisting his machete to make him turn. <laughs> um. Anyway, so she's just trying to get back up because she thinks she can stop the beam that keeps the portal open, right? So she needs to get up on top of Stark Tower. So she hijacks a, a Segway, and uh, then we get we got the fucking great scene. Hulk and Thor are on one of the whale things, right? And they finally, they bring it crashing down to like Grand Central Station or something. It was like a big subway station. No? Looked like to me. Anyway, they bring it down. They're just standing there like, we did it. Great. And then Hulk just, oh, yeah. Punches him. (laughs) Makes him fly out of the screen. Uh, That fucking cracked me up. Like the whole theater cracked up. But yeah, when I was watching this that first time, it was like. That was the funniest. Now, that is fucking funny. The, we need a perimeter down to 35th Street, make everybody take subway. Go fuck yourself. But this shit, that was fucking funny. The timing of it, all of it was fucking great. Because you can tell Hulk is still just a bit butthurt about their first fight, you know? Awesome. So, uh, then Cap goes and saves the people in the bank. And he, like, one of them throws a bomb and he, like, jumps up and hides behind his shield which is kind of a sweet move, I guess. I mean, like, hides his entire body behind a shield and gets yeah. blown out the window. But that's where he saves Van Damme's girl. Uh, <laughs> Hulk, uh, Hawkeye shoots an arrow, and Loki catches it because he's oh, too... right there. I'm too fucking cool. You ain't going to get me, and then it explodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. And it blows him off of his Segway, and he lands back in Stark Tower. Right? And that's where the Hulk is. And Hulk, he, well, Hulk comes flying up there. Oh, yeah, he comes jumping into it, jumping into it, and he's trying to talk to the Hulk, and like, I am a god, you will never stay, blah, 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 blah. and he grabs him by the feet and just fucking whips him <laughs> back and forth ferociously, which, again, like, another huge fucking hilarious moment. I love the Hulk so much, but this is just whoosh, whoosh, <laughs> whipping him, crushing him into the ground, and, like, storms off. Puny god. Because he's the fucking Hulk. I don't give a shit about you, Loki. It was so fucking awesome. Just like, oh, God, this movie was so exciting to see when it first came out. So the council, you have the clip for the the Hulk fight? No. All right. So the council's talking to Fury, right? This Again, this council that somehow even commands him what to do. And they want a nuke strike. And he's like, I'm not going to fucking nuke Manhattan. We're not doing it. Uh, So they, they put the orders through... You know, like the, the, the jet's taken off, even though he wasn't going to do it. So he runs out and fucking shoots out the, the wheel so it fall you know, like the nose falls and it doesn't take off. Yeah. And then that's when we get the other jet taken off. Like that was just a decoy that they mm-hmm. set up to, to get him. Um, so then he has to call Stark and be like, oh, fuck, there's a nuke headed your way. Three minutes or something. Three, yeah, like, or uh, eight minutes, so I think it was. Three, three minutes from when it leaves the aircraft carrier, yeah. yeah. Uh, so w- Black Widow uses uh, Loki's staff since it's part Tesseract to get through the protective energy shield thing and stabs the... Did I miss it? Or because when she learned that, uh, the dude was like, and I'm looking at his spear now, it was down on the level below? Yeah. It I, didn't show her jumping ever down going there down to, to get, get it. Up, no, right? she just had it. Okay, she just got uh, it in the next right. scene. I just wanted to make sure I didn't miss something. Yeah, there. I don't know how she got it. If one of the other heroes got her, she assassined her way down there and back up. She could have. And she's she's flippy. She could have done a lot of shit. Um, so she's about to close the portal, and Iron Man says, wait, I've yeah. got a nuke. Now we have two and a half minutes. Yeah. Two and a half minutes for this thing. 
And so they're like, you know, that's 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 a one way trip, man. Like he's gonna fly it through the opening into into space. Or the portal wherever through yeah. the portal to wherever the fuck it goes, wherever these people are coming from. And they're like, Yeah, that's that's gonna be a one way trip, man. He's like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then Jarvis, his suit's like, Should I call Miss Potts? Uh, I guess. I, guess well, I think so. she was calling at that. No, time it just or brought something. her face up. Oh, it he called because it didn't answer. Like went to voicemail oh, or something. Okay. But I also thought this is kind of funny because it, it, when him and Cap were fighting earlier, and Cap was like, "You're never the man to make the sacrifice play." Mm-hmm. Huh? Huh? You think that maybe influenced that? Uh, well, may have, but here he is making the sacrifice, the ultimate sacrifice play. So. Maybe that's just maybe that's just what we call screenwriting, my friend. Could be, could be. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, because manhandling a nuke and flying it into space to blow up an alien invasion, knowing full well that you're not coming back, is a pretty big sacrifice, play. I would say. So he goes through, and he gets through the portal, and he's in space, and his suit like cuts out, you know, and goes dead. But I guess he had he had just enough trajectory that the nuke keeps going and somehow he stops because you know space trajectory only affects one thing not wouldn't affect both of them. Yeah, it's not like he would have fallen back like he would have kept going. Yeah, with but it. he just like stop. Yeah, he falls back through the hole whereas the nuke keeps going. I not a yeah probably continuity error. Come on, man. Yeah, physics teachers, write in please. <laughs> and uh, tell us how that would actually work out. But the nuke goes, blows up the super ship, and since the the super ship goes, uh, all the minions die. Yeah, they're all like, they're like the Borg or something. They're all connected to one collective consciousness, or I don't know what it is. But they just all drop dead. So now he pulls a Tom Petty, and he's just free falling. Uh, you like that? <laughs> <laughs> you like that? Come on, man! Come on! That was a good one. That's a thank you. Thank you. So, Hulk catches him because they're like, they're standing on the ground. They're like, holy shit, he made it back. Holy shit, he's not slowing down. (laughs) So, Thor starts spinning the hammer because he's got to build up speed on the hammer to fly. Whatever, that's how that works. But then before he can take off, Hulk comes out of fucking nowhere because, you know, He's got he's got Hulk legs, so he can jump for fucking ever, man. And uh, pretty he, much fly. Basically, he jumps along, catches him, and like slams in the building, and takes his hands in and just slows momentum by grating all the way down the building. And they get to the ground, and he rips the mask off, and they're just staring at him, and he's still like dead, just unconscious. And so Hulk screams really loud and he comes to life. And of course we got to have, we got to have Joe make sure nobody touched me. Did they, or nobody, nobody kissed, kissed me? me. Nobody kissed yeah. me. Yeah. Gosh, we got to make sure no gay stuff happened. Ooh. I know, I know that there's an attack on our entire planet right now, but I want to make sure that <laughs> nobody was so uncontrollably gay that they kissed me during all this. <laughs> got to make sure. That's too funny. Just so uh, he does have the funny bit where he's just like he's just he's just vamping, you know. He's already J. You just gotta let him vamp. You just gotta let him be. He's just like, hey, let's just uh, let's just not come in tomorrow, all right, everybody? We're just we're just gonna take a day. Let's just take a day. Uh, you guys ever tried Swarma? There's a there's a good place right down the street, which you could see as he was flying around, like 
uh, when they were, I don't know, during all the all the chaos, Hawkeye was like, they can't bank worth a shit, so find a tight corner. And he's like, oh, no, it didn't. So he's like flying and leading the, the Segway guys all around. But he flies by the shawarma place. Ah. So you can well, see there, and that's where he, the cap where, he, the where, previous he scene. I, where he gets the idea of, <laughs> hey, let's go try some shawarma. Um, <laughs> And they're like, well, there's something, there's something we definitely need to take care of first. And he's like, uh, okay, shawarma after, though, right? So then it cuts, and they're all standing over Loki, who's, like, embedded in the floor of Stark Tower. Like, Hulk smashed him so much, he's inside the fucking concrete <laughs> floor. And he opens his eyes, and the entire Avengers team is standing, and they're staring at him, and you're... You get that great Avengers theme. I think even Hawkeye draws his bow, which like, what really, dude? <laughs> what are you gonna do with that? He had to contribute something. Yeah, like you gonna tickle him? What? What? What's your plan here? <laughs> what are you? What are you trying? Also, actually, he ran out of fucking arrows. He had to pull an arrow out of somebody else's body to shoot it explosively at Loki. He was out of fucking arrows. Where did this one? I guess he pulled it out of a body in the on their way up Stark Tower, probably. Yeah. Found one laying on the ground. Maybe, maybe they hit a pawn shop. I don't know. <laughs> Um, so now they got, they got Loki, uh, Nick Fury's talking to the, the people we never fucking see again. Oh, you just let him go without any consequences. I'm pretty sure he's gonna, he's gonna get what's coming to him. Like, it's all right. Uh, and you just fucking let the Tesseract go. It's like, I just didn't argue with the God that took it, you know? Yeah. Like, this, this is definitely their thing. I'm not gonna deal with that. Whatever. Um, and then we get, like, a very Boondock Saints type of thing going on here. Like, how Boondock Saints ends where they're interviewing people on the streets about, is this good or bad? And you get people saying, no, because who gets to decide who needs to die? And other people are like, yeah, fuck them. And you get that one dude who's like, I'm ready to get busy. Okay? I'm ready to get busy. That was from Boondock Saints. I just remember the one dude always wanted to get busy. But and here we the have, waitress makes the second appearance. Yeah, so then Van Damme's niece comes back. <laughs> Because this is definitely the same character from the same universe. And uh, she's, I just want him to know that he saved my life. And I, I think, thank you very much, Captain America. Uh, her name is Ashley Johnson. I did. It, she does have a name outside of Van Damme's niece. She is, she is a person. So I guess we should at least let people know Ashley Johnson. Um, so yeah, Boondock Saints ending. They get Loki back to Asgard. Fucking RDJ drives off in like the fanciest car you've ever seen. Everybody gets their time off and they get to do their thing. So it basically ends with, well, they've all split up again. What are we going to do? He's like, they're going to do whatever the fuck they want and we'll call them if we need them. Just like we did this fucking time. Like, how is this so hard for you to understand, Robin? No wonder you <laughs> fell for Ted so many times, you stupid bitch. God damn. How is this? How is this such a hard concept? Do I need to give you a blue fucking French horn? Yeah, that's a deep fucking How I Met Your Mother poll <laughs> yeah, right there. Yeah, it is. It's not even that deep. That happened in the first episode. <laughs> like every episode. That was like the crux of their relationship, Nick. Doesn't it? I think we found a fucking How I Met Your Mother fan right over here. I've watched it a couple times, all the way through. I've never What's made up? it all the way through. Never? Never got all. i made it through a couple. Just not the last season. I've watched it like multiple times. The never last did the last season. tells season. it all. Yeah, but who cares? Uh, well, who cares? Obviously, obviously you don't. 
Obviously, I don't because the mother dies and he ends up with Robin anyway. So who the fuck cares? The whole point is could have been like, hey, yeah, my roommate for a while and girlfriend. That yeah, who who you call your mother now? Is it your birth mother? But she's your mother now, and I've been fucking her the whole time, and that's how the story started. Also, hey, that. my own children. Would you like to hear about every person I had sex with during my entire life? Because that's what this story's about. <laughs> Also, your Uncle Barney's a fucking rapist. <laughs> He's not a rapist. Hey, he pulled some, he, Please. He pulled, some, he pulled some pretty questionable shit. I don't think so. Yeah, you would. I do not think so. <laughs> All right, well, find out on our sister podcast. I do not how think I met, so. <laughs> how I met your motherfucker. <laughs> so... Anyway, it's not a bad name. name. Uh, We get a close up of Stark Tower, but all the letters have been destroyed except for the A, which now stands for Avengers. Oh my God! You guys, it's symbolism. It's so good. You guys, it's so good. So then we get we get like the credits where we see the people, you know, uh, and it goes through all the big names, and we get to see clips of them, and or not clips. It's like cartoon kind of animation of either their suits. Or something as we something get the, that the, actor, the actor's name. And then we get a mid-credit scene. Uh, that weird six-fingered, two-thumbed alien that Loki was talking with earlier was now like, he's talking to Thanos. Thanos. Uh, he's like, humans aren't as weak as we thought. To challenge them is to court death. We can't do this. We can't. And so then you just you see the, the head he's talking to turn and Thanos grins. This is where you first meet Thanos. Tha- Thanos, Thanos, whatever. Thanos. Thanos? So we'll first meet him, and that's like Thanos? the setup, and obviously he's the big villain in, at the end of it all, so now we got decades of, yeah, him building to a fucking finger snap. Um, so then the credits just move on, which I'm glad, because we've talked about this before, about the ego thing, and it's like, so you, always, you, you have something where they have to give you each actor... You know, in order, because who has top billing, who has second billing, who has whatever billing. And then the last one was like, and so-and-so is like the best thing to have of all. Whatever. But then when it, the scrolling over the black backgrounds credits start, you always get their fucking names again. But this one doesn't. It picks up with like oh. secondary unit and it moves on past the actors. So good. I'm glad glad they didn't fucking double up on that bullshit. Uh, also, we get the worst Soundgarden song fucking ever. This song... Sucks. I enjoy Soundgarden. I especially like Chris Cornell. Chris Cornell was a talented, talented, insanely fucking talented person. But this song is absolute horseshit. Uh, I know everybody's career has highs and lows, but this is the lowest of the low. I'm sorry, but the song, uh, the song is called the fucking um, "Live to Rise." You know, like the sun, we will live to rise. And it's fuck. Oh god, it sucks. It sucks. I didn't even. I don't think oh. I got this far in the, oh. the credits. Well, sucks and then Stan Lee makes his yeah. his appearance. Oh, so Stan Lee was at the end. Yeah. What did he do at the end? Uh, he just had some. I think it may have been when they were doing the interviews. Oh, that's he right. He was one of the people they interviewed. But yeah. That was before the yeah before yeah the before credit. the credits. Where he's Sorry. like superheroes in New York. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. He didn't believe it. Uh, so then. After the end of the credits and that fucking heinous ass song ends, we get the post post credit scene, which is all of them sitting around a table eating shawarma. They finally did get oh, their shawarma. I didn't get and that also, far. And the 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 restaurant owner lady is in the back, like cleaning up the fucking sheer debris that her <laughs> restaurant is now. <laughs> and they're all just sitting there, like bleeding and looking beat to shit. So they're still in office. So this is obviously 
before the actual end of the movie when they're, you know, cleaned up and, and fancy cars and shit. But they're all like bloodied and bludgeoned and I, sitting I, there eating shawarma. Guess I didn't wait long enough to see that. Yeah. I guess so they, wait, they get, well, when you guys watch it, watch, make sure to wait. Yeah, till the very wait till end. the very. Uh, well, the every scene. every Marvel movie has a fucking credit scene, so fast forward through them if you need to. But they're always always there. there, always. So we end with them eating shawarma, and that's it. That's the Avengers eating shawarma, playing ACL. All right, so eating shawarma, playing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, somehow, if just as a band name, eating shawarma sounds somehow suggestive. Yep, eating shawarma. They're a funk band. <laughs> funky, what else would they funky be? Funky shawarma. All right, so let's go around the horn here. Let's have let's have our thoughts or well, reactions. I like Marvel movies. They're fun. They're they're shot well. They're they're done well in general. I like the comedic stuff from Thor. Who's the funniest Avenger of the all? He is definitely the funniest. Iron Man's lame. I mean, he's cool, whatever. He does has cool stuff, but he's lame. Like, yeah, this rich guy that like wants to. Yeah, he's always got to be pompous. Yeah. Everything he does got to be like, yeah, okay, well, I'm cooler than you. So. Yeah, so I'm not a big fan of him, but it's all right. He's okay. I will rewatch this movie. I like these kind of things, and that's just the bottom line. Because Stone Cold said so. All right, right, so we got a one. <laughs> um, I appreciate the uh, the comedic. Efforts, yeah, it had some, yeah, it had some aha, you know, some funnies, aha. It had some funnies in there. Take um, on me, aha, anyway, aha. Me. I, I got it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it was, it was definitely entertaining. Yeah. Um, I probably enjoyed it a little more than I thought I would. Good, but rewatchable. Nah. Oh, I should have, I, I should have went in. I wanted to go in a little. Like it was shot very well. Like it was a well-made. Yeah. movie like all the the action i mean i honestly looking you could back follow what's going on even when not was, having seen anything yeah and that's right you went into this blind without the five-story build-up yeah but like when it's when it's the, like especially the ending scene when so much is going on and it's cutting from hawkeye to black mm -hmm. widow to hulk to all this and it's cut to cut to cuts and it's all super fat like a lot of movies use really fast cuts to hide so you can't see what's going on. Yeah. Like I don't know if they just couldn't get any good fight footage or they could, whatever. But like, this does have fast cuts, and it's going between like five different storylines in the same in the same fight. And and you can follow it, and you can understand it, mm -hmm. and it, you're it's it's visible and it's clear. Uh, so yeah, that yeah, it's well made, well shot. Uh, all the fight scenes, well choreographed. Uh, Rewatchability though, nah, it just doesn't nah. tickle my fancy. Doesn't do it. No. Wow. All right, well, I uh, I definitely will. I'm just <laughs> prefacing with that. Like I said, I went to see this in the theater pretty early in its original run, and yeah, like, fucking mind-blown. This was the greatest fucking thing I had ever seen at that point. Uh, I, I, I don't hold it to that regard anymore. But, man, it's good. Like, it's on Amazon Prime right now, and there are times I'm just laying there like, I don't really have anything to do. I'm probably going to nap. I'm going to put this on because if I stay awake, I'll enjoy it. If I sleep, I, 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 won't, I don't know. I won't miss anything. But I rewatch this one regularly. Uh, the rest of them, no. But this one, I just, the, the humor works for me. The the shots are great. Uh, other than, you know, those those few moments that I ranted about. But, yeah, I think high rewatchability on this one. So we got we got two out of three. Two out of three on it. That two ain't so bad. Two out of three, all right. That ain't so bad. Overall rewatchable. All right, so uh, that does it for us this week on the Rewatch Party. You can Woo! find us, rate and review, and all that happy, crappy bullshit you're supposed to do. 
with uh, podcasts. Uh, we are on Twitter at rewatch underscore the. You can email us at the rewatch party at gmail.com. Next week, we finally leave the A's behind. We're out of the oh, A's. My and we speed into the B's at 88 miles per hour with Back to the Future. That's right. The month of August will essentially be spent on the Back to the Future trilogy. That's what we're doing. And <laughs> frankly, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm perfectly fine with that happening. So until then, I'm Nick with Los and Brandon. That's right. And thanks for rewatching. Steven Spielberg presents Back to the Future, a Robert Zemeckis film. Marty leads an ordinary life. No McFly ever amounted to anything in the history of Hill Valley. Yeah, well, history is going to change. And 1985 is not his year. But Dr. Brown is about to change all that. Are you telling me that you built a time machine out of a DeLorean? He's sending Marty 30 years back in time. Now, he's trapped in the past. This has got to be a dream. About to meet... Chocolate. ...his future father. He's a peeping tough. Wow! And he's making an impression on his mother. He's an absolute dream. And he can sleep in my room. And if you do, could have serious repercussions on future events. Now, he's got to make his mother and father fall in love. For crying out loud, I haven't even been born yet. And only Dr. Brown... <laughs> can help him get back to the future. Are you telling me that this sucker is nuclear? Precisely. Michael J. Fox. Whoa, this is heavy. Christopher Lloyd. There's that word again, heavy. Why are things so heavy in the future? Is there a problem with the Earth's gravitational pull? Back to the future.